What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 102 of the Taste Cast, our weekly podcast where we talk about things, react things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. And I like had to like count in my head what fucking episode we we're on. I was like, we're in the hundreds <laughs> now. This is going to get really weird. Quick reminder is to play Neo and Outlast 2, both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back to the month for Plus Club. Let us know what we thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of those games. And our game of the month randomly picked this month is Lost Planet 2, which is a uh, one, two, four player uh, story based shoot big ass bugs game that's the story um play that come back at the end of the month we're going to, yeah we're going to talk about that on game of the month it's gonna be a good time also speaking of game in the month this is your last month to be able to start uh voting for uh not starting but just voting for games uh that we've already had established for december's community pick for game of the month those games being uh and i'll have a graphic up but greedfall wow classic super mario bros man of medan overwatch Dovetail Games, Eurofishing. I know you guys are stoked for that one. Divinity, Original Sin 2, uh, 9990, Escape, The Nonary, and Jurassic World Evolution, and, and, Sea of Thieves. You can vote for any of those games. Whichever one gets the most votes uh, might win, and uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. It's going to be a big surprise for all of us at the end of this month. <laughs> so make sure you get those votes in every episode in where November, right? That's where we're at. That's what's happening. Do that. Um, we have Discord. Link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. So, yeah, we're in TasteCast right now. TasteCast world, where we typically start every episode with what we've been playing. Um, wait, no, we got to do our fucking, we got to do our game releases first, right? Is that what we're doing? We can do whatever you want, man. All right, we're going to do that first. <laughs> and then we're going to go over what we're playing. All right. <laughs> It's my show. I didn't know what's happening. Um, yeah, so we're going to jump. It's the glasses. You guys are looking at me like, what the fuck's he wearing that shit? He's, he's trying to look like Chevy. Uh, that and um, I'm trying to fuck this episode up. Uh, yeah, so we are in November. We're going to go through the game releases of November and uh, give you our impressions. You got a list, uh, Chris? I have a list of some kind, yes. I sent you that. Why is it lagging? Oh, it's bad. This website Ooh. sucks. Mm. Uh, I, this is becoming a regular thing every episode, but fuck GameSpot. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is stupid. Um, all right. So I'm going to go through this list, then we'll talk about it. Uh, so what is today? It's as of filming, it's the 10th. So, yeah. uh, okay. So November 5th, Just Dance 2020 came out on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Also on November 5th, uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 came out on the Switch, which I forgot the game was even coming out, and it's just snuck out. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 came out on PC November 5th. Hopefully you guys are having uh, decent experiences with that game if you picked it up, because I heard a lot of bad things were happening with that game. November 5th also released Planet Zoo on PC. Uh, and then on November 8th, we got Layton's Mystery Journey, Catriel, and the Millionaire's Conspiracy Deluxe Edition. Uh... Let me get my breath back for the switch that came out November 8th. Uh, we got need for speed heat, which came out on PC PS4 Xbox one uh, November 8th as well. Then we got new super lucky's tale. They got a new one of that uh, November 8th on switch. No, I think it is the same game. Also, where's the, the obvious game there? Death stranding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did they do this all stupid? Nice. Nice job. GameSpot. Nice job. Oh, it's right here. Yeah, but that's not that's not part of the thing. Stupid. So anyway, um, that was a big waste of time. Uh, let's see. So yeah, Death Stranding also came out uh, the eighth. Yep. The, the fifth, right, Wade? It came out the fifth. Um, 
Death Stranding came out on PS4 and will come out on PC later at some point, I believe. That's what everybody keeps talking about. Um, Romancing Saga 3 came out on PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, or is coming out today. As a release. Yeah. Uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and iOS, November 11th. Uh, Rune 2 comes out on PC November 12th. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition comes out on PC November 14th. Pokemon Sword and Shield, which I forgot is coming out this month. God damn it. Coming out on Switch November 15th. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order uh, comes out on PC, PS4, Xbox One November 15th. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul Recall to Exist. PC, PS4 coming out November 15th. Shenmue 3. I also forgot that. God damn, there's some big games coming out this month. Uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One, November 19th. And last but probably the least, uh, Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts. PC, PS4, Xbox One, November 22nd. Uh, so yeah, those are the games coming out. Anything uh, really kind of speaking to you? Um, not. What, what do you think, Chris? Uh, I did. <laughs> I have to say there's not a lot out here for me to be honest. I love um, that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, this, I'm excited. I'm interested, I should say. I'm overly excited, but I'm interested in the Star Wars game mm-hmm. um, just to see where they go with it. And What's your hype level on that? A nice simmer. Okay. You know, okay that's fair. crazy. Better, better um, answer than I was expecting. Simmer. <laughs> simmering on it. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. I again a simmer, nothing crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't played a lot of the Pokemon games for a while now. I think the last one I played was X. I think was the most concurrent one I played. But even that, I didn't really play it too consistently. So I'm just interested to see what they do with Pokemon and how they're going to change it up. Yeah, if they change sure. it up at all. Um, and then the only other thing that's really, really got my interest personally is Age of Empires 2, just because I remember playing that game a shit ton as a kid. I love Age of Empires, so I mm-hmm. feel you there. Yeah, kind of underwhelming for you, but it makes sense. Personally, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Chevy? <clears throat> well, as of a couple days ago, Death Stranding picked that up. Yep. Um, so, obviously, I was hyped enough on that one to, to pick it up. Uh, Romancing Saga 3, I'm interested in. And Shenmue 3, I'm interested in. Are you interested in picking that up on iOS? Probably not. Romancing Saga 3 for Probably the not. iOS? That's pretty much it. Man, what was the other one you said? Shenmue. Okay. You haven't played the other ones though, right? Correct. I do have them if you <laughs> want to try them. Um, well, fuck. Okay, this is, I guess, a more interesting month for me. I, I don't give a fuck about Just Dance, um, but they keep making them, so apparently people are playing them, and that's, that's awesome, because that kind of game, I'm always like, nobody plays that shit anymore. That kind of thing's over, but they're out every year, so somebody's fucking playing those games, and that's that's cool. I'm, I'm glad to see that. Uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, I'm really surprised I haven't heard shit about that. Yeah, nothing. I've heard, I haven't seen a fucking review. <laughs> I saw someone make a joke about it recently, and I was like, ha, yeah, I know that game's a game as well. But like... <laughs> On that, apparently it came out. Nobody knows. Redemption 2, I, I do think I'm going to pick that up, but it was having like all these fucking problems. People weren't able to get into the game. They were getting kicked out of it. Errors here, errors there. All this stupid, crazy shit. Um, I have beaten that on console already. I uh, really enjoyed it. Um, 
and I'm playing online. I've played quite a bit, so it's not necessarily that I'd be picking it up to, I don't, I don't know, like fucking progress and do everything you can in the game. But I'm really just curious on like what it looks like on PC, and I want to experience that. So I mean, it's, the game's one of the best looking games I've ever seen. Um, so seeing it on PC and testing fucking you know my rig against it would be really cool um but that is a chunk of money just to go check a game out for a second but it's not something i haven't done a, a lot so um you know but i'm gonna wait and, and make sure you know everything's good before i jump into that plant zoo i'm actually pretty stoked about um th that's the same people who made plant coaster oh, yeah. um and i have that and it's it's really neat but that game's kind of daunting because you can like everything you can fucking manipulate you can like you you could put down like a fucking like a little food kiosk thing, but you could like detail that whole food kiosk, change things all over and shit. Every part of that fucking park, you can do everything you want to. Huh. So I was playing, I was like, oh no, this is a lot. <laughs> um but it's really neat. So um and I want I want a game like that to support VR. If there is one, let me know in the comments below. It'd be so fucking cool to like not do the whole thing in VR. I don't think I'd want to play that game like in VR, but to experience the rides in VR would be really fucking neat. Right. So uh, just throw a thing on, just go. Um, but I, I'm, I'm interested in that. Uh, you know, I, I miss games like that, and they did a really good job. In fact, I think Planet Coaster is probably the best of any of those people trying to bring that genre back. Um, so to see what they did with the zoo stuff will be really cool. Um, I just want to say this one more time. I'm not, I don't give a fuck about it, though. Layton's Mystery Journey, Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy Deluxe Edition. <laughs> does that do anything for anybody mm -mm. do you hear that and go "Ooh, what's that i'm just like get that away from me <laughs> it sounds like some weird book you'd find in the middle of barnes and noble just like in the discount bin like what the fuck is sounds this like thing? smut to me <laughs> catch on the millionaire's conspiracy Ooh, that's spicy shit need for speed heat i'm slightly interested in um I'm not a big Need for Speed fan anymore. I haven't been for a long time, like a lot of people. Uh, this one, IGN gave this a fucking eight, and they gave gave Death Stranding like a six point eight or some shit. And people like I saw that eight, and people were like, "Oh, and you gave fucking Death Stranding this?" Like they were pissed <laughs> at IGN, which I don't. I you know, good for them for fucking going. This is what I thought, cool. But they pissed a lot of people off with that fucking score, <laughs> especially because they're the lowest fucking score of anybody with that game. So everybody's just like looking at them going, ah, <laughs> all this hype. And now they're like, fuck IGN. They're like, what, dude? We're just reviewing like we do. So that's been interesting. But anyway, yeah, they gave that that game an eight. Um, I believe Almixai is playing it, unless it's some other card game. He's posting pictures all over the Discord link down below. You can talk to us there. Um, he's posting pictures all over that fucking bitch with like cars and stuff. So I'm assuming that's what game he's playing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I hope it's good. I've been hearing good things. Uh, a lot of the stuff I've been hearing is saying like, it, it is just another Need for Speed. Plays just like Need for Speed, but there's some cool ideas there, I guess. So um, I'm, I'm kind of interested. I could be sold on that. That's the way I'll put it. Um, I mean, I'm really kind of going through all these because I have an opinion on all of them, I guess. So I'll just skip over uh, New Super Lucky's Tale. Um, Romancing Saga. I don't know shit about that. Uh, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. Uh, the first one came out. I think, right? I was believe so. Yeah. I didn't pick that one up because, like, the first Age of Empires is fine, but I would be buying that for the novelty of it. I know I wouldn't get super invested in it. Age of Empires 2, though, I really fucking love. Um, if they do a 3 Definitive Edition, I will pick it up 100%. I fucking love that game. 2, I also love, but 3, I just played a shitload of. So, um, 
I'd be really stoked to uh, get that. Uh, but but two, um, I, I would definitely pick up. I, I love those games a lot. They're probably some of my favorite RTSs of all time. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, I am going to pick up just because I've been saying forever, like, I want that console fucking Pokemon. I'm finally getting it. So, like, I, I feel like it's time to jump back in. I tried, what was the last one that came out? Test the choice uh, knowledge on the spot. One of the just give give a Chris uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. the Hawaiian themed one. They did made a like a advanced or second Sun version of them. Yeah, because yeah, like, I feel like Ultra I, I feel like I bought like that. that and you had your copy, and then I just gave you my copy because I just wasn't playing. But that it. was X and Y. You did that with. Oh yeah, see, it's been a while. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea what the fuck's on with Pokemon. But uh, I, you know, I tried to give it that try, but at the same time, I was like, I'm not gonna play this as much as I should. But this one looks really fucking cool. Um, I love that they've you know changed up some stuff, and uh, there's some really cool new fucking Mega Zord ideas that are pretty neat. <laughs> I forgot what the fuck that's called, but it's pretty cool. Pokemon looking. fusing together to make one giant Pokemon. That'd be fucking dope. Um, <laughs> Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, man, the journey to this game has been fucking crazy. Because when I first heard about it, I'm like, Respawn's making a game? Yes. Star Wars? Yes. And then Star Wars has been happening since then. And I'm like, I don't know if I want a Star Wars game anymore. I don't know if I want a Disney Star Wars game anymore. Um, But I was like, but Respawn? And then I saw some gameplay. I was like, "It it looks pretty cool, but not as cool as it really should. Then I saw some more gameplay. I was like, that looked cool. So it's it's been fucking up and down. And then talking with people in the community, talking with people in general about the game. People are kind of all over the place with this game. Closer we get to it, though, it seems like more people are starting to go like they're actually going to pick it up. They're starting to understand that it's going to be like like kind of like a Dark Souls experience mm-hmm. with Star Wars. Um, I'm kind of sold on that. I, uh, I think it looks cool. Um, I do think Cal or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, is that his name? Um, I think he looks like a fucking dweeb. I'm just going to say that for all Mixi. Um, <laughs> me and Wade were just talking about how dorky that guy looks. And all Mixi was like, he's an underdog. He's I'm like, I don't care about his story. He just looks like a dork. He could be the coolest character ever. But he still looks like a dork. That's just that's, that's all, all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything about him as a character. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I really want this game to be good. But I'll be mm-hmm. pissed if it's bad. I will I mean- play it and I want to fucking burn it down. You got to take into account that like Star Wars games have always been hit or miss. Like they're either really, really, really bad. It's been mostly miss. And then there's one or two good like really gem games, and then there's a lot of mediocre games. They used to make so many good Star Wars games, and then they went, "We're gonna make Star Wars bad." (laughs) And then we're like, "Oh, okay. Uh, Why are you you doing this? Are you joking?" And then we bought the games. We're like, "They weren't joking. This is (laughs) fucked up. What are you doing?" And they're like, "Ha." So you think that was bad? Check out this. Check out this one. I'm gonna keep releasing these. You're gonna keep buying them because you love that brand. Um, so yeah, I really, I really hope this game's good. It looks cool. Um, I really like the idea of having a single player, first off, EA game, mm-hmm. which is fucking weird. Uh, mm-hmm. Respawn game, which is weird, uh, but also a story-driven Star Wars game. That's awesome. You know, Battlefield, Battlefront. That's what they, whatever the fuck. Battle stuff. Yeah, Battle stuff. Battle place. Battle stuff two. Battle stuff one. All that shit. Um, Battlelands. Um, I don't play those. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about them for. Um, so yeah, I want. I want. I want a story game. So and I love Dark Souls style games. I just hope if you're gonna get into that mm-hmm. genre, do it. Do it. You got to do it a specific way. Some people take some risks with that, and I appreciate it, but they don't nail it. And then I'm just like, I'm just gonna go play Dark Souls or yep. Neo. Yep. Which is on PlayStation Plus anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, Neo's so good though. 
Uh, uh-oh, showing my cards. I already have a fucking review of Neo, I think, is one of the first reviews I ever did on this channel. So um. I actually want to watch that review again, just to listen to my own voice, but then also see what I graded it <laughs> and see if it changes. Because I think it becomes interesting to see if uh, there'll be a, a difference. Although that grade is based off of the entirety of the game. Yeah. This grade will be from this month. So, uh, Tokyo Ghoul, does anybody watch that? I can't see Chris. Does he watch it? No, he he no, but anime. it sounds familiar. He doesn't watch it. I thought Chris watched anime. He has. Watched <laughs> I anime. have watched the anime before. <laughs> He's seen it, okay. but he doesn't actively watch anime. That's no, weird. No, no, I, th no. I thought you were. I thought. Oh, weird. Just me. I watch weird one-off animes. I watched the first three episodes of a lot of animes, and then I just and don't. He, yeah, it doesn't recommit. <laughs> it's hard. And then, like, when I'm by myself, I'm like, I'm going to watch that. But I was like, I was watching that with Chevy, though. So let's wait to, for him to show up. And then you're <laughs> off playing Final Fantasy fourteen forever. It'd be really easy to be like, hey, I want to watch this anime. I, I, log know, out. I know. I know it is. It'd be very easy. <laughs> um, that's just like if I was like, hey, Chevy, uh, I should play Final Fantasy fourteen. You're not going to be like, no, nah, I don't think so. That's a bad idea. You'd probably be like, yeah, I'll, I'll fucking buy you time. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Chevy's fucking always like, I can get you time. I'm like... Okay, I'm not going to fucking take advantage of that. Um, Shenmue 3 is a must for me. I'm definitely going to pick that up. I'm really excited to see what they do with that. Um, I'm kind of scared of it, though, because uh, it looks dated. It looks like it, it has a cool look to it. And the thing that's kind of cool about it is it does look like the older games, but also looks like the older games. <laughs> In 2019, I'm like, uh, hopefully hopefully the charm is there. Yeah, to make me because like we watched a video of it. Um, I was gonna say recently, but that was not recent. Mm -hmm. Um, and we both kind of noticed that the, the combat looked really stiff. Mm -hmm. I also watched on Easy Allies. They, he was saying uh, one of the guys on there. I forgot which one it was. He was saying that he played it and he really liked it, but the combat felt stiff and like old school. <laughs> and I was like, Ugh, that's yeah. not what I want to hear. He's um, literally just making the third game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like he was making it back then. He's yeah. like, well, I can finally do this now. You got any new ideas? No, I got that game I'm going to make. But it's been a while. Like, yeah, but I, I, all my ideas are from back then. I haven't got nothing new. I stopped thinking after I'm get, that. I'm getting old. I'm going to die soon. What do you want from me? Oh, come on. Do you want I'm going to go 3? back to cryostasis here in about 20 minutes. Just do what I tell you to. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for that one. Uh, and then Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts. Is that like a new Ghost Warrior? Because I too can throw random words together and make a title. Well, as we saw earlier with that smut novel that fucking <laughs> they were trying to get us to buy. Um, Dude, this website's not gonna load. Yeah, this is fucking <laughs> garbage. What the? What is wrong with you, Gamespot? Um. Anyway, if it is a new, I'll have to look into it. But if it is a new game and not just like a collection, uh, I'd be kind of interested in it. Sniper Ghost Warrior uh, is. It's weird. It kind of came out around the same time um, Sniper Elite came out. And they're both very different, but both kind of uh, got their own thing going on. I do like Sniper Elite more just because of what they do with the X-Ray stuff. It's a lot more interesting to me. But Sniper Ghost Warrior is more of like a first person. Uh, I think you can slow down time and get that dot too, but there's no like cool effects or whatever. Okay. I should totally just steal that from them because it's a great idea. And you should just steal great ideas. But um, make <laughs> we'll them better. Make them better. Don't be shameless. Um but uh, yeah, I I could maybe pick that up if I'm being 100% honest. I probably won't unless people are like, dude, that game's fucking sick. I'm like, oh, is it? And then I'm going to play it once and never play it again. <laughs> like I do with some games. <laughs> yeah, so overall, this this month looks expensive to me. 
Um, I'm glad to hear it doesn't for you guys because you guys can save that money. I'll say one of them I was planning on buying I didn't even mention. Which one? Pokemon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll say I'm really on the fence on that one now. Why? Because all the things they're changing about it is kind of disappointing. Like what? Do like you have anything the, on top of The whole head? national decks isn't there, for example. Mm-hmm. So you can't transfer whole, in all your old Pokemon? Yeah, you can't transfer your Pokemon. There's a very limited amount. Though. Wouldn't that be kind of hard, though, with uh, it being a new like Switch game? Jumping into console? They said that, but then they started throwing in a bunch of other features that they probably could have you know done without instead. Um they also got rid of Mega Evolutions, which I'm not like super hurt about. But the like, if you go on like our Pokemon, for example, they're not very happy about that either. So hmm. this is just a bunch of like little things they keep doing in the game. People are like, what are you doing? Like, so I don't know. We'll see if it comes out and then people end up loving it. I'll pick it up, but I'm not buying it day one. So interesting. Yeah, I'm more hyped for it than you are. I don't even play Pokemon. Yeah, I the, the, the National Deck's a big one for me. Like, I don't even care about the like bringing in. Uh, my old Pokemon, though I would really love to since I spent so much time getting them. Um, just unlock it after you beat the game so you can't just like cheese through it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I I hear what they say about it, but I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I know uh, Nintendo definitely has the money to throw at it, and they don't have to like rush the game out. But Pokemon is kind of an annual release style game, so really kind of frustrating. Well, yeah. how can you how can you just project your game's fucking motto? You gotta catch them all. You can't get the national decks in there. You can't catch all the you, fucking Pokemon. You can catch all the ones in the game. No, no, gotta catch them all, all. Yeah, well, they've all kind of six thousand kind of four hundred and twenty-three of them. They've dug themselves kind of a weird hole though by making so many. So, yeah, yeah, I feel like you should just like slow that down a bit and work on new systems or something. Yeah, they don't have to release another, you know, 150 every game comes well, it out. It used to be crazy exciting because at first already starting like with 151, 52, yeah, whatever the fuck. Um, when I was a kid, I was like, holy shit, that's a lot. I still can't remember all their names. I used to when I was more into it when I was younger. But nowadays I'm just like, I'll see one pop up and it's got a name. I'm like, I remember you. Like it's been so fucking long. Yeah. But then like I remember when we were younger, fucking the next one came out. And there's like a whole new chunk of them. Like they didn't add like 20 new Pokemon, which would have been completely acceptable. Yeah. They added, like, the same amount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ugh. And I'm like, whoa, this is really crazy. And the third game came out, they're like, ugh. Just yeah. more of them. I'm like, who, how do you think of all this shit? So they can, at this point, I'm like, this is almost too much. It is. They they literally could just release, like, 10 to 20 now, and then just focus more on the legendary and the mythicals. Yeah. And just make the game systems better. Spend the time and development there. So, but... Whatever. Although I feel like you'd, that's a very, uh, I've been saying this word a lot lately, divisive thing, just because I feel like some people are going to want that just mass fucking dump of new Pokemon. Well, it's kind yeah. of expected at this point because that's, that's the history of it's the game. The, yeah. like so the big ones is the starters, legendaries, and the mythics. And I know I've heard some people complaining that what they've done with the starters, uh, specifically the fire one as it evolves, because there was leaks that came out there where people got to see the evolutions and surprise, surprise, it becomes human looking and people are like, why do you do this? Yeah, I don't like that. So, yeah. Anyway, so especially when Pokemon are like cute, little chubby chonkers. I love them, and then they turn to humans. And then and it's always the no, fire but type. then but then when they turn into like some kind of bigger, more like monster-looking thing, I'm into it. Yeah, but when they start like turning into like people, 
I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. It's weird that there's a world that exists where there's like all these like animals and then some of those animals literally evolve into humanoids. Like how come they haven't started societies yet? Right. And like started going to war with us and shit. Anyways. Yeah. So I'm on the first game. <laughs> I mean, there's some, I think in the first game they talked about a war that happened or some shit. So Pokemon's in, uh, like a black and white. War. It's like the underlying story about the Pokemon wars where Pokemons and humans fought side by side in this big ass war. That's scary. Uh, yeah. That was the only gen I kind of skipped. Well, that's not true because I didn't really play Sun and Moon that much either. I skipped them all except the first one. Played the There's some Pokemon like, uh, not to get crazy off topic, but like Yamask is literally the spirit of a human whose grave has been disturbed. And someone's fucking capturing that? Yep. yep. And the that mask that weird. it holds in its tail is reminiscent of its face when it was human. And sometimes it'll look at it and cry. Ew. <laughs> and children capture these. A lot of the Pokemon have like dark stories to them, though. So it's worth about Pokemon, though. It's like your nine-year-old is like, "I'm ready to be a Pokemon master." You're like, "Okay, go, go, fucking do that." And they run down the street. Some random dude gives them some shit, and then they just go wandering off. And then they yeah. go find animals to fight each other, beat the show each other, so they could steal them. And I'm like, it's a weird fucking world, man. <laughs> and then yeah, and then there's people who died. Their grave's been disturbed. That person's fucking living in limbo. Essentially hell, and some kids like, "Hey, I'm gonna take that." And the person's like, "I just want to go. I want to leave this fucking mortal coil." And they're like, ah, "You're going into my ball. We have, we're going on an adventure. That's weird shit, dude." You some- sneak attack. Do it. More you go back in the ball. I'm gonna put you in this PC and never see you again. I'm gonna be haunting this PC. Anyway, Pokemon. Uh yeah, not not too hyped for it. I'm kind of excited for it. Although, talking about the darker side of it, let's make a fucking mature one. I'm down for that. Make it a first-person shooter. <laughs> Just mowing through fucking Pokemon. That went a whole different direction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all the same for me. Uh, anything else you guys want to say on that? No. This is going to be a short fucking episode. We were, <laughs> we were looking through topics to talk about, and Death Stranding came out, as I'm sure most of you know. And uh, that's all that people are talking about right now. There's, I mean, not, there's nothing else. I mean, Kojima just won the Guinness World Record for most followers on Instagram and Twitter as a game developer. So, I mean, that's also news. That's not Death Stranding related, but Kojima related. Everything's Kojima right now. My whole Twitter is just Kojima's face. Yeah. He literally was like, you guys like BB? How does he find time to work? I don't think he does. I think he just fucking gets on the phone. He's like, the dead whales on the beach. Uh, put a baby in a pod. Put it on Normaritas. I like that guy a lot. Um, Monster Energy drinks. Uh, make sure you don't fall. I take lots of inspiration from FedEx. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's 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 been really crazy with that. So it, it was really fucking hard to pull shit. So anyway, uh, let's move into the next thing. But before we do that, let us know in the comments what games this month have you picked up. Are you going to pick up what what games have really long titles? That you're like, I'm not playing that at all. Or maybe you are going to play that game. You can sell me on it. You can probably sell me on any game as long as you say it's pretty good and sound believable. If you're just like, hey, Seth, that one's good. I'd be like, prove it. Um, but as soon as you do that, I'll be like, okay. Um, and yeah, which ones are you excited for? And are you playing Death Stranding? Which we will be talking about at the end of this episode. Uh, next topic we're going to jump into is what we've been playing, which is typically what we start with and we, I attempted to start with, and then I confused myself. Um, so yeah, we all we all probably played something recently. So uh, let's start with Chevy. What are you been playing? Well, uh, the game we will talk about at the end 
Uh, Death Stranding has has been something I've been playing. Um, so I will wait. You've played more than I have. I will wait to talk about that one. Um, and then Final Fantasy XIV is per usual doing oh, my fuck. Huh? Where <laughs> there's not enough. We're not talking about a whole lot here. No. Um, <laughs> no. I, and I mean, just to kind of, I don't know if I brought it up last time. I think I did, but 5.1 came out. Story got added. Finished that. They left a good cliffhanger there, so I'm excited for the next patch. Um, they're rolling out as uh, Tuesday another part of this patch. There's going to be another one after that as well, which will introduce some endgame content for gatherers and crafters. I think it's just crafters this time, actually. Um, it will roll out. Of course, I'm drawing a blank now. I literally ju- Oh, the ultimate fight for the uh top tier raiders will get to challenge themselves with the epic of alexander and then i think blue mage unless that's the one that comes out next after that which will bump up to level 60 and have a bunch of new moves so hmm. Great. so looking forward to that other than that uh yeah i just log in i help the pixies make weird dreams and nightmares for people what and that mean they're the beast tribe that you do dailies for right now yeah they're they're very mischievous and they mess with people's dreams. So the dream weavers. Yeah, stay the fuck out of mine. I already got weird enough ones. Uh, when you go to their world, it is full of like macaroon chairs, slides. There's like a little roller coaster thing. It's very weird. That sounds Looks like Candyland. It's Candyland. They got a fucking roller coaster. Yeah, you can't use it though, which makes me mad. Me mad. Yeah, you can walk down it, but it's lame as shit. Um, <clears throat> and then. Yeah, me and Chris have been working on our crafting. I'm not to speak for him, but as Chris is just a face on this show, he <laughs> brings it people in. They see him, they're like, "Ooh!" Well, and then we just talk. To talk about it as well. But I was just—it's a big trap. Something we've we've both been trading stuff to help level the other person's mm-hmm. crafting stuff. So, so we we didn't talk about it when it released, but the near stuff came out, right? Yes. What, yes. what do you guys think about it? I love it. The raid is way fun. Uh, they they made. They made a very interesting like start of a story, though they didn't tell a lot. So I really expect the next one to kind of go for it. Um, I have my own theories on when when an event like that happens. Is it canon or is it just like a fun event? Mm -hmm. So near near this this near is part of Final Fantasy XIV. Okay, interesting. Also, Yoko Taro is a fucking nutcase, and everything he makes is canon for him. Oh really? So it's actually part of Near Automata as well. <laughs> Weird, because like in Final <laughs> Fantasy Fifteen, when, when I was playing Final Fantasy Fifteen and just like fucking obsessed with that game, I didn't know that the Final Fantasy Fourteen cross event thing was happening. Mm-hmm. So I was just like driving down the road and there was something. I walked in there, it's a fat chocobo. I almost said chicken, um, <laughs> sitting on this chick and she's sitting there, just like just huge. And I was like. And I looked at the chick. I'm like, that looks like chick from Final Fantasy 14. And then I was like, oh wait, there's an event happening. But like, they're talking about it like it's actually happening in 15. Like, it's not just like, oh, this is funny. They're like, oh, you're from a different world. I was like, this is like canon. Yeah. Like people mm-hmm. from 14 came here, so it's and it's not that crazy. But at the same time, a lot of games will just be like, oh, it's just an event. Go earn the shit. Yeah. The 15 um, one in 14 was an event. So in 14. Yeah. yeah. See, and that's why I was curious about how that's how the Monster that. Hunter one is canon. Oh, weird. yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it's a permanent edition. Just like I'd be curious to see if, uh, although we're not getting a new Witcher game as we as of yet, um, Geralt is in fucking Monster Hunter World. And in that game, they're talking to him like he actually came from his 
uh, okay. world, but I, I nope. don't think you're going to play, like, if they made, like, a Witcher 4 or some shit, I don't think they'd be talking about, like, you, you know, fucking, hey, fucking no, they people hoard, they, go to Monster Hunter World sometimes. I'll say they hoard Geralt out, so he's been mm-hmm. in everything. <laughs> yeah. Just like, you know, when you play uh, Soul Calibur, yeah. that's not canon. Yeah, though the the 2B that's in 14 is the one from Soul Calibur. Oh, really? Yeah, 2P. 2P, Which yeah. is the white outfit one. 2P. Yeah, she's the one you're... <laughs> She's the one you fight with, though. Like I said, I kind of have my own theories on, on where they're going with this. So, be interesting to see. Um, the boss fights, though, in that are um, straight, like they're enemies straight out of near, and they've managed to make them feel both like Final Fantasy fourteen and near. Um, the music is obviously amazing. It's, it's really good from near, yeah. <laughs> and then the last song is made by. The guy who did the near music, and it's a collaboration between fourteen and Nier's music. So, it's my favorite song so far. Ah, uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Even like Seth heard it, and he's like, "Oh man, that's a really good song." So, yeah, it's really good. But yeah. I, I love the near soundtrack. Nier's, uh is is a really good game. It also has a, like a really good soundtrack. Like it's such a fucking, and people, everyone who played loved it. So oh, it's yeah. like it's just weird. Like more people need to play that. That's funny that like. I had heard of near games before that, but I never fucking touched them. Then everybody played that one. Everybody went crazy about that one. I loved it to death when I played it, but it's funny because like that was my introduction to that series. And then now I'm like so hyped on it that whatever the fuck he makes next, I'll be buying day one. (laughs) I loved it so much. I'm just like, I will buy whatever you make. Well, it's funny because anytime someone asks him about it, he's like, whenever if square hands me a check, I'll make him a game. Why haven't they done that? I mean, <laughs> that game was so well received. I don't know. Well, because it's not just their game, though. It's also Platinum Games' game. So it could be complicated. Who knows? They need to uncomplicate that because they got fucked by Microsoft through some dumb shit. Yeah. So Astral Chain's supposed I'm, to be fun. I'm so. getting fucking annoyed right now. Where's the next near? <laughs> Why is that not confirmed? Then they're not they're not going, yeah, one hundred percent it's coming it's, out. It's in fourteen. Definitely. <laughs> no. You guys want a sequel, right? I was gonna put it in fourteen. I mean kind of. It's I'm pretty sure it's based off ending C, so <laughs> what? It did third ending in near automata is Oh where... yeah, I never I never beat the third playthrough. Yeah. Me either. Uh-huh. So I'm a I little nev- kind of I never beat the first and... playthrough. It's really good. It is really good. And you can get it real cheap now. <clears throat> real cheap. Um, yeah. I've gotten two pieces of gear. Neither of them are what I wanted. And one time was me being stupid and just, I forgot you get a one piece gear a week and I just like rolled on something. I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and I won it and it wasn't for my class. So <laughs> oh, you can get like other people shit. Well, I guess you can switch jobs. So <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like greeted on a, a healer piece and. They're cool looking, but I don't play my white mage that much. So yeah, hmm, yeah. And so so what they added was just like a fucking a raid or a dungeon or the fuck. It's a raid, twenty four man. Raid. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, with four bosses. Yep. And how long is it? Four bosses sounds it pretty, is long. pretty long. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. They make that kind of content for uh, an event. They did it for Tactics last expansion. It was great. Yeah. What do you mean? Tactics. There's, there's three 24 man raids for Final Fantasy Tactics in, in Stormblood. Oh, really? Yeah, and it has the yeah. music. How have I never everything. heard that? It's awesome. It's like, great. Oh, my God. And it's now my they're going to do that one. with Nier. There'll be <gasps> three raids, all 24 man. So they're going to add more? Two more. 
Yeah. I'm fucking so out of the loop on that shit. You've talked about it, obviously, like quite a bit. And fucking this is like news to me somehow. So that's fucking pretty crazy. Yeah. So in the, f- the base game is Crystal Tower, which is 324 mans. Mm-hmm. Then in Heaven's Ward, it's I can't remember the actual name of it, but it essentially uh, has to do with Diablos, the, the summon. Uh, from, void arc, uh, yeah, the void arc, and it's three different, and it's kind of much darker tone. But Heaven's Ward's much darker tone, anyways. Yeah, and then uh, Stormblood has Ivalis. You you go to Ravenaster and uh, the Auburn Monastery, and mm-hmm. and you get to fight all the like bosses from Twelve and Tactics and stuff like that. So it's it's pretty cool. Fran is there. Yeah, she's uh, one of the NPCs, and then. <clears throat> They do really neat things with the twenty four man to make them like visually cool. Like you, when you go through the waterways, party A has to go like one path, party B has to go underwater, and party C has to go this other path, and then you all meet and you all have to hit switches to continue on. It's it's super cool. They do a it really fun. Yeah, things. I haven't experienced anything like that in that game yet. So yeah, I got I got to play that game. <laughs> it's a time sink. But. Yeah, I know. I every every fucking thing right now is a time sink. Every game that comes out is like, hey. This is a forty-hour game. This is a sixty-hour game, and like I, I talked to somebody who's just gonna be playing that, and they're like, "That's good. There's a lot of time." I'm like, "I got four of the games." They're yeah. all like, "Yeah, you're gonna be spending a lot of time in this game." And then I got games like that, games I always want to come back to, and I'm like, "That's a fucking like a lifestyle game." You gotta fucking be like, "Hey, I play Final Fantasy 14. That's what I do." Yeah, but fortunately, <laughs> if you just go want to go through the story aspect of it, you can be done. Like, and that's what a lot of people do do. Oh, the place I'm at, little floaty island place. Sea clouds. That place is a bitch to get around. (laughs) For now. I want to fly. You got to work for that. And then continue to do that every zone from now on. I already work in real life, dog. (laughs) I'm trying to have fun. I'm trying to You can always get one of us to carry you around. We all have multi-person flying mounts. Do you guys got a little pod you can put me in? I have a car you can ride the back seat of. That's a lot cooler sounding, but... It's four seater. So a lot so. more, lot more yeah. chill. Car from fifteen. So, what was that thing you were flying on recently? It looked fucking stupid. Which one? I don't. Know. I have a, a lot, lot of. of you were on something. I was like, "Why is that flying?" And you're like, "They all fly." I'm like, "Okay, I guess that. I guess that's fair." What was it? It was a motorcycle, maybe. Oh, it was Cloud's bike. Yeah, you were oh, fucking Cloud's bike. Sitting on a motorcycle, flying. I was like, "Oh my god." Uh, yeah, like there's a lizard and a wolf mount, and these kind of. See, at least they're doing something. The, 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 the weirdest one to me is that. the fucking behemoth. Yeah, when I get that like, mount rotation, I'm like, ah! <laughs> I don't know. When I play 15, a behemoth fucking jumped onto a... Yeah, you had a, that was a weird bug. Invisible ceiling above me and was just flying around. So at that point, I'm like, <laughs> oh, they can fly. That's great. I didn't know that. <laughs> Learn lessons there. I think uh, the one last thing I want to say about 14 real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just kind of... I, I believe there's a new mount coming out with the Blue Mage thing too, which is a Malboro. Mm. It's a mount. Yeah, it holds yep. you while it walks around, and you can make it do bad breath as like a animation. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's Malboro again? Is that the little fucking plant? All the tentacles. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. For some reason, I was thinking of the fucking dude with the lantern and the fucking knife. Tonberry, no. Tonberry, love the Tonberry mount. I was like, what? What? How would you ride that guy? But they could just Malboro, make a Christmas yeah. sleigh with a bunch of Tonberries with Santa hats. So they already did it for him. It's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> I just remembered I have or, a about dungeon I need to play. Yeah, just make it not even a mount, but something that chases you with a knife, so you run faster. You just run fast because it's trying to stab you. I'm your dick. Those guys are fucking creepy. They're creepier in other games. In 14, they're not that scary. So. In 14, they're your friends. Yeah, they have a dark history though. Those were scholars. Those they used to be scholars, and they turned into uh-huh. conberries. 
Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's get off 14 because I can do this all day. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, anything else? No, that's, that's all, all I've played. Chris, what have you been playing? Uh, I, too, have been playing 14, doing the crafting grind. Mm-hmm. Um, and the weekly And raid. the raids. Yeah. And the one thing I have to say about the new raids is that the mechanics for them are amazing because they're not implemented like older mechanics they're done from what i understand are like the the near in-game mechanics so like the tells for them are not like orange lines on the ground things that you have to like but... visually pay attention to around everywhere around you not just like the boss in front of you but everywhere which is really neat and i have died so many times to it yeah i've yet to do a, a run where i've survived so damn <laughs> you there's so much stuff you have to pay attention to and unfortunately like, you can get hit once and you're fine, but in most raids, when you hit by something, you get a debuff called vulnerability, which makes you take more damage the next time, and then you'll get another stack of vulnerability. Eventually, you can't take hits anymore. So, yeah. damn. I think it was the third boss where it's the the, the buff hangs in the middle with the walls that attack you. There's a part where... The rotating room. Six little spots will show up, and they put lines on one person that are based on, like, you walk through the line, you get targeted. And they just kind of suicide bomb. The tank's supposed to pick them up. Yeah, they're the little <laughs> robots, but they'll charge at you and explode. Yeah. Hmm. A DPS did it not knowing what to do and ran into an entire group and blew those all the fuck It's great. It was great. Yeah. But uh, other than Final Fantasy XIV, um, I've only been playing Monster Hunter for the new Resident Evil event. How's that going? It's great. It's great. I've actually got everything already. It's not very hard to get everything. Um or it doesn't take long to do. Mm. But it is really fun because it changes some of the mechanics for the game, but just for that event. You fight a big, crazy Valhazak, and instead of the effluvia reducing your health in half, it actually turns you into a zombie. Oh, weird. Yeah. And I then you start walking the around. Them being zombies, but. Mm-hmm. You walk around like a zombie. You can't roll. You can't use healing items, but the effluvia mist in the area because you're in the Rotten Veil heals you over time. Okay. So it's a really like kind of trade off. Um, and there's, you know, in-game, like, they added the red herb and the green herb in the areas, and you can mm. mix them together to heal yourself. They do a really cool show at their events. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's two other um, events that they released as well for for uh, uh, player design contests. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's the winners for those. So, like, the cats get um, a wiggler head yep. and okay. a pot for the body and a coral branch for their weapon. Um, hmm. And then the other one is a really, really cool charge blade where it's... It's gold and black and blue, and it's uh, it's got like wings, it's feathers on the shield. It's really cool. It's really neat. And so those are made by people. Mm-hmm. Like they were designed by uh, players. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know they did that. I think the they, first one was the big the the charge blade or the great sword that had like the rocket on the back. With the rocket, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The ignition. I remember blade. that. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. That's cool though. It's like the sorry fourteen. The mm-hmm. new PvP armor was designed. So yeah, that was a, yeah. a player design. So yeah, because Warframe's been doing stuff like that for a long mm-hmm. time too. I love when people that. do that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it would also saves them some work. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. I'm always curious on how that works in the uh, you know behind the scenes because you are having somebody else do what you do. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think Warframe pays the designers yeah. though. Because there was that mm-hmm. uh, what the fuck was that thing where uh, oh in um Beyond Good and Evil two. They're gonna. Oh. They have this whole thing where people can send in like anything that you're yeah. working on, music, video, art. clothes, yeah. art, stuff like that. Anything you design, they can put in the game. But people start going like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You guys are literally asking people to develop stuff for your game. Like, how's that working?" Because 
at some point you got to look at that as like you're just getting free labor yep. and right. from passionate fans i'm sure they'd be just excited enough to have their shit in the game but at the same time you know if everybody did that they would just be using people yeah to to mm-hmm. put stuff in their game so there's an interesting um line there but at the same time it is really neat especially when they do like events like this where they roll you know two things out because that's more so like celebrating the community right because people are you know passionate they play the game they're like i love this game they're at home fucking drawing out shit and then they send that in and to see that in the game would probably be fucking amazing so oh yeah yeah well it's immortalized then yeah which is right. really fucking so. cool so yeah but yeah now i recommend you guys should try it because uh you can get uh full armor sets as claire and leon from resident evil 2 which is pretty dope are they pretty um, good are they like remake looking or the originals? They're, they they look slightly remake. I mean, they're not as good quality as the remake, but they yeah. they look pretty good. Yeah, I, I didn't know if it was like a cross promotion between the remake or the original Resident Evil too. So yeah, I don't know. I still need to beat that game. <laughs> yeah, I was playing it for a little bit there, but a bunch of games just keep getting rolled out constantly. As always. You can also get uh, little ornaments for, for your weapons because that's like a new thing. You can attach ornaments to make your weapons look unique. Mm. And there's the there's a Raccoon City police badge. There's the Umbrella Corpse logo. And then there's the Tofu. Oh, God. And every time you draw your weapon, after she did it, the Tofu says little voice lines in Japanese. <laughs> the what? Tofu. The tofu. In, uh, in the original Resident Evil games, you could unlock a Tofu outfit. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. There's a little side story of like, this character called Tofu, and he just he kind of shimmies through like little walls, and he just has a knife. Mm-hmm. And as you take damage, chunks of you fall off, and you just basically have to get. It's like the last bit of the game. You have to escape before the building explodes. <sighs> it reminds me of like I think it's Silent Hill two, maybe it's three. The Sailor Scout outfit for the chick. Oh yeah, it's three. Yeah. 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 Yeah, all those games always had those really weird yeah. things you can unlock at the end, which I kind of miss in a lot of games nowadays. Because it's all like, you want that? Pay for it. And I'm like, eh. it was a lot more fun back in the day when it was like a big secret. And you had to earn it. That was fun. Not go, hey, you like that fucking outfit? That's five bucks. Oh, cool. It's the secret straight to my bank account. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's even funny though that they even took something as minuscule as the tofu and put it in the fucking event though. Because there's other shit too they could have thrown in there as well. So, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. there's new room decorations for the event as well. Oh, that's cool that they are even. Yeah, so they get like the bloody floor carpets with like blood and ham or uh, books all over them and stuff like that. You can get uh, sounds homey. Sounds very. Com- you can get an comforting. item box, and it actually oh, works really? like it opens up and you can arrange your items in it. That's cool. And a typewriter, which actually like pulls up like the screen from like Resident Evil, makes the typing noise and saves uh, your game for you. Yeah, I gotta hop in. That sounds really fucking cool. Those it. ones, the room ones, I believe you can just jump in and talk to the cat in your room and get. Okay. Oh really? Yeah. Fuck. Maybe I'll do that when we're done. <laughs> yeah. Get it done real quick. <laughs> I gotta finish your lev kit too. So. I uh, lev kit. I'm in no rush. You can craft things for other people, and they can turn them into level their crafter. So he leveled uh, alchemy, then made me stuff so I could level my alchemist. And then I did that with leatherworking. He, so he's getting a free leatherworker. I'm getting a free alchemist. Mm-hmm. So. Gotcha. Well, I feel like I feel like your your end of the bargain is more <laughs> demanding than my one because I was like, ah, I can do. It. I did it in a day. <laughs> yeah, mine's rough. <laughs> Why? Because I have to like. 
most of the like the armor and stuff in the game, you have to like make things to make things to make things. And it's all like like I needed for the last thing. I needed alchemy, weaving, leatherworking, and I had to go out and like kill things and gather things with mining and botany just to make some pants. So I've said a million times crafting in that game is like a full game. Yeah. And so in order to like do a bunch of stuff without spending money, you have to put the time in. Yeah, sort of thing about that game is like when I when I was one of the times I was playing it, fucking uh I had to like switch over to craft something and fucking I had to put on like a whole new outfit and do like and then it's like, oh there's missions for this and shit. And I was like, it's like a whole other fucking class. Yep. They're it's getting, like it's whole other game. They're getting their end game like uh-huh. coming up soon. So they're gonna rebuild a part of a city. It's so. just weird that you can just like I wanna be a crafter. Yep. I'll just go do that shit. And then the get the goal there'd be Omni eighty, which means get them all to eighty, and then Oof. make a shit ton of money off people. Buh. That's <laughs> awful. I'm not big on crafting though. I mean, like in some games, I like the way they do it, but I'm super but, casual about but it. But I think it's really, I think it's really neat though that they, they, anyone who is into that, that game is going to cater to you because oh yeah, mm-hmm. there's a whole game of it. Yep. So which is fucking insane. Because like a lot of games, it's just like tedious. Like you're doing your shit, and then it's like, oh, you got to go get materials or whatever so you go get in and you click a button and they craft yeah exactly this is like you're using you're like fighting the recipe essentially yeah yeah so. which is which i mean it was neat when i was doing it. i forgot what i tried but um but i was like oh this is like a whole whole game it's a whole game to it so it's kind of cool but yeah yeah anything else well no you haven't played major than phone games no warframe not recently, no. I like, keep seeing updates and things about it, and I really want to do it. I, I, I keep seeing stuff in. on it, and I'm just like, ah, that sounds really fucking cool. That, uh, what was the system? That system just came out with uh, liches or whatever the fuck? Yeah, the liches. Yeah. I don't remember what it's, I haven't, I want to check it out so bad to see what it's all about. But. Yeah, I need to hop into that, um, because it seems like a really big fucking update. So apparently, I added mm-hmm. a bunch of shit. So I'm just like, god damn it, dude. God damn it. My life's so hard. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I'll just jump into what I've been playing then, which is like two games. I've been playing two games recently. Uh, that is the story across the board then. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I play something else though. I didn't play Destiny 2 this week. I didn't either. But I want to hop back into Same. it because that's one of those games that I'm like fucking looking at all the games I have to play. I'm like, why are they all long investment games? Fuck. Um, so I, I plan on playing that soon. But um, been playing Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, really enjoying it. Uh, I got to level 53. No, no, I'm almost 60. So I think I'm like I'm 50 something, 57, 58, some <laughs> shit like that. Um, played it with uh, Omic and Psycho. That was fun. Um, although, fucking, they're very pissed about a shotgun. Not going to speak for them. That shotgun was OP. They nerfed it. So that's nice to see. Mm. Um, but I was playing the whole time. They was like, fucking shotgun, fucking shotgun. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm playing hardcore, man. I'm used to, like, anyone shoots in my direction, I'm dead instantly, so. But we're playing core, so, and that shotgun fucking, you're, like, far away, you're, like, boom, and fucking kill it's, somebody, you're, like. It was a fucking sniper rifle for a shotgun. Yeah, that, that's what people said. Um, when I've used it, it seemed like it shot medium distance, so um, that is pretty far for Call of Duty, considering shotguns have, for a long time now, been melee weapons, essentially, and I fucking hate that. But uh, so it's nice it had distance at all. But at a, at a certain point, I remember I had a scope on that thing and I shot a dude that was up on a fucking crate. And I was like, one shot. I was like, I can't believe I killed that dude. And then after that, people are bitching about it. I'm like, oh, that's like, 
a normal thing. That thing just shoots really fucking far, huh? Um, so yeah, they nerfed that, which is nice to see. In fact, everything that we were we were all complaining about that night when we were playing, I saw on that list of nerfs. So they are listening, which is nice to hear. Uh, they recently nerfed um, the shield as well, which was my complaint. The shield in that game is fucking ridiculous. Uh, you just run around with it. People shoot at you. Nothing happens. And the trick that people do now is they'll throw fucking C4 real quick and then blow it up. Or they'll throw a fucking knife and then put the shield back out. But there's this weird thing where you weren't seeing the animation of it, which was fucked up. So you couldn't, like, read them. And uh, that was really annoying. We we were playing and I've seen I've, I've encountered shields a couple times by a couple. I mean, like one guy every once in a while. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of annoying. But we all started bitching about it. Then we got into a match where the other team was just shields. I was like, are they listening to us right now? Are they trying? Like, as soon as they start complaining about shotguns, I start noticing shotguns everywhere. And then fucking we're playing all because I was like, I hear shotguns. I hear shotguns everywhere. And I'm listening. I'm like, I don't know if I'm hearing shotguns everywhere, but I'm definitely hearing them. But uh, but then like we start bitching about the shields, and then everyone had shields. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Like before we talked about it, I wasn't seeing it that much. But uh, but yeah, there's a whole team just walking in like fucking Spartans and shit, throwing C4. I'm like, this is annoying. (laughs) This is a fucking trying to be more realistic first person shooter. I'm just fighting people with shields. This isn't the experience I was looking for. So um, one of the big problems too, and I encountered it was uh, the shields side damage from explosions was not happening. So like you fucking. The way I could beat them, the only way I could do it was fucking taking a Molotov and throwing it at their feet and lighting them on fire. Um, but, you know, a couple times I'd throw like something to their side or there'd be a claymore that'd pop up and blow up. It wouldn't do damage to them, which is stupid. So they fixed that apparently as well. So that's that's nice. But, um, but yeah, that's pretty much like the new thing that happened in the game. Other than that, like I said, I'm leveling in it. I got a bunch of weapons uh, into level 20, 30 area. And if you're not playing this game, you don't know. Every gun has like 60 attachments you can attach to them. And so there's like 60 levels per fucking gun. There's a shitload of guns. Josh is telling me there's secret weapons that you can unlock. I don't know anything about that. Um, but uh, there's been some Call of Duties that had like... Um, guns that were like shadowed over and then you had to do something specific to unlock them mm-hmm. i think this has something like that okay. he was saying if that's not true yell at josh um I'll send him <laughs> your way josh <laughs> i just am, am the messenger uh, but if that's true that's really fucking cool um and yeah been mostly doing the multiplayer been really enjoying that um it's really fun um i still really dig the pace of the game it feels different i get to go from point to point and stop more often than just running gunning constantly. Um, want to play more co-op me and psycho do that once. It was really fun, but that's something I really want to get like a team together to do because it is pretty challenging. Um, and there's stuff to unlock from specific modes anyway. So like there's some characters you can unlock from just doing the co-op. So I need to do that as well. Um, and yeah, I just got past 55, so that means I'm now done with the normal leveling and I'm moved into the season, but I don't think the season has even started. So I think I'm just moving my way into those levels before it gets released. Probably just getting people used to it. Yeah, because in the from what I understand, I could be wrong. Let me know in the comments if I am. Um, you hit 55, but 
like most Call of Duty, unlike most Call of Duties where you uh, prestige and you go back to level one, you have to go back through to 55 or whatever their level cap is in that specific Call of Duty. And then you start getting prestige numbers going like, oh, I've prestige five times. And some of them gave you like unlock tokens for specific things. Um, this one, you hit 55, you're at 55. And then when the seasons come out, you'll level through that season. And then when the next season comes out, you'll go back to 55 and you start going through the season. Like I said, if I'm incorrect about that, uh, correct me in the comments. Um, but that's pretty much what I've read, um, which is kind of a neat thing. It's it's They've done a lot of things in this Call of Duty that has really, they've taken risks mm -hmm. with going like, hey, Call of Duty is always the same. We get that. Just new maps, new this new feature, blah, blah, blah. But this one, it feels uh, like it came from Call of Duty, but it does feel the most ambitious that Call of Duty has been in a long time. And I'm not, I'm not just saying that. The game is kind of buggy sometimes, which Call of Duty typically isn't buggy. That shit runs like fucking, you know, like a perfect engine because they're making the same game over and over again with yeah. new skins, mm -hmm. essentially. Mm -hmm. This time, weird shit will happen every once in a while. I'm like, I, I can look past it because they did enough new things with this new engine that you know it makes sense but there's some like fucking weird rockstar games type fucking shit that's <laughs> happening in that because rockstar <laughs> games always have the weirdest fucking bugs in them but you look at what they do and you're like i can look past it because you made something that nobody else can make not that they won't make it they can't make this rockstar makes insane games um i don't even know how they like i feel bad for anybody who works on rockstar games because that's like you built the pyramids man i don't know it's fucking crazy um <laughs> But yeah, so in this game, everyone saw something will happen. I'm like, that was weird. I've never seen that in a COD. It's like shit you'd see in a fucking battlefield. Those games are buggy as hell. People are jumping out of fucking jets and flying across the sky and shooting someone and landing in another jet and flying off right. fucking vertically and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> back when people actually had positive things to say about that series. Back when people were like, Call of Duty sucks because it's not fucking realistic like Battlefield. I'm like, none of them are realistic. What are you talking about? And then you see those people fucking flying around from fucking jet to jet in the sky i'm like yeah <laughs> let's just chill out on Realism. the realistic fucking talk they're they're different games like if you like them cool i like i liked both of them um but yeah uh overall though really really digging it i would definitely still recommend people uh try it out um it's a lot of fun i have not beaten the storyline yet i uh i don't know why i just got halfway through and i, I was like i really fucking love this and everybody's saying it's great and then i stopped playing it so um yeah yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been playing that. Um, and I played another game. So unless anybody else has anything to talk about. Nope. But I feel bad for Chris on this topic. Yeah. Well, that's the. Okay. So, <clears throat> like I said, Death Stranding has finally come out. And uh, even now, I'm still getting people asking me uh, what I think about it. So we're going to take this opportunity to just discuss that. Um, and then I've also had plenty of people ask me, should they pick it up? That's a really hard question for me to answer, which is really weird. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of times it's really easy for me to go, yeah, I love it. Or, yeah, I think you'd like it. Or, eh, I like it, but I don't know if you will. I kind of, but like this game, I'm like, there is specific people who are going to dig this game. And there's other people. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with those people. There's nothing wrong with their taste. But they're not going to like this fucking game. Although I'm not really seeing them on the internet, which is really weird to me. There's mm -hmm. a lot less hate than I thought there'd be for this game. But I am fucking seeing them every once in a while. Yeah. But they get dogpiled. It's crazy. And I don't even necessarily, uh, like, if someone's like, I hate that game. It sucks. I'm not even like, fuck you. I'm just like, I get it. Yeah. It, it's a <laughs> weird fucking game. So anyway, yeah. we're going to use this opportunity to talk about what we think about this game, if we'd recommend it. But for transparency, me and Chevy have been playing it. 
Chris is not playing it. We've already discussed prior. I already beat it. I beat it in beta. <laughs> I beat the walking simulator in beta. I've walked further <laughs> than anybody. I am story. Norman Reedus. I just turned into him. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be discussing this. We've already cleared it with Chris as well that if we talk about anything that could be perceived as a spoiler, he's okay with it. Um, mm-hmm, I'm going to mm-hmm. let you guys know, though, we're not going to go heavy into story details. So if you're worried about that being spoiled for you, uh, we most likely won't. We're also not that not far, that far yeah. not that far into the game. And I would also recommend, I would hope, none of you spoil anything in the comments as well. You know, generalize you know, talk about what you think of it, but let's keep it minimal, not only for myself, because I don't want shit spoiled for me, but other people who are going to be watching this video and commenting and, and listening as well. I don't want to ruin for them because um, this is a game that has a lot of mystery to it. You might just have to have Chris comb the comments for you for until you beat the game. <laughs> yeah, I've been kind of worried about that because I'm really, really interested in the story and it's Kojima, so he's not, he's not just laying it out for you. So I'm like, cool, this is going to all turn into something as I play it. But, uh, but yeah, we are going to talk about what we've experienced gameplay-wise, though. So if you want to go into this game completely blind, um, as much as I hate to say it, probably want to skip this part of the discussion because we're going to be talking about everything that we've experienced in the game pretty much. Yeah, and pretty much the end of the episode for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're cool Hi, with that, <laughs> if you're cool with that, hang out uh, because I do really want to have this discussion and I really want to give you guys my thoughts on this because I'm, I'm asked this every day by people like, hey, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I'm like, there's a lot, I think, about it. So probably should just have a conversation. Um, yeah, so uh, Death Stranding, obviously very hyped game. I've Probably one of the most hyped games I've seen in a long time. Um, Kojima has become a fucking, I mean, he's always been renowned, but he's like a fucking celebrity now. Um, you know, people fucking are, are, you know, celebrating him, celebrating this game. Um, came out with pretty mixed reviews. I use that lightly, though, because I think mo- if you look at most of the scores, they're all pretty fucking high or pretty normal mid-high. They're all like 7, 8, 9, 10 area. Yeah. And then IGN gave the 6.8 where the fuck it was. And and that's not even that low, but people are pissed about that shit. <laughs> um, and like I said, you go in comments, most people are like, I love this game, I love this game, I love this game. Fucking hail Kojima and all this shit. And Because um, people fucking are just like, oh, Jamie, I can do no wrong. And I'm like, I, I agree. I love him, too. But... God damn. Um, <laughs> but then you get people going like, oh, this game was so disappointing. I played it for like two hours. And I fucking hate it. I returned it. and uh, You didn't play it then. Uh, well, that's the thing that, that in this conversation I want to try and convey is this is, um, this is a really – this game was made by what you would normally call in like film like an auteur. This dude's taking this game – uh, very serious in the way he's making it and he's telling and creating an experience that can only be told by him unapologetically. Um, and so to get into it, you have to invest in that beginning uh, part of the game, which I've loved so far. I have no complaints about the beginning of it. But some people are like, I played twice in two hours and it's been a movie. I'm like, yeah, it's like I jokingly said in the Discord, I'm like, I'm about two hours into this full length feature film. Yep. <laughs> that had two parts where I got to walk um, briefly but playing that I'm. it's like when I play and I, I said this before but like um, No Man's Sky you know I wasn't surprised by the game I was keeping up with it I, I you know I, I pretty much was on board with what they were describing when I played it I was like oh no I was like this is gonna fucking this is it this is, this is really gonna piss people off yeah 
I stopped playing it, and I was like, it, I can't do that. I can't just do what it was. It's a lot better now, obviously. Um, they've actually done amazing things with that game, and, and Hill mm-hmm. Games deserves a lot of credit for dealing with that. That's I mean, they put themselves there, but they didn't give up, and that's crazy. But anyway, it, it, this game also is reminding me of that. I started playing Death Stranding, and I was like, yep, people are, there's going to be people really upset with this fucking game. Um, but goddamn, fucking give it another go maybe or like get a little further into it because uh i'm experiencing something in this game that i i've never experienced in a video game before um it does feel i i hesitate to say what kojima originally said he made his own genre maybe because this the the focus of the gameplay um is not what you would assume in a third person action game this isn't a third person action game it could be, it, be. It, it could be classified as that. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I know there's action in it. Yeah, um, but that's not that's not the point of the game. No. So um, you know, most games you could loosely put into a genre, but he really this game was not made with like he was not like I'm gonna make a first person shooter. I'm gonna make an action game. I'm gonna make a stealth game. He's like I'm gonna make an experience. This is a Kojima experience. Yeah. And it's crazy because this is a triple A high budget understatement fully developed. What should like gameplay wise, what I feel like I'd experience in an indie game. So I'm going, oh, wouldn't it be neat if we did that in a game and then some small indie group made it? But you're playing like this fucking huge budgeted fucking AAA developed game doing things that no game of this budget and magnitude would have the balls to do. Yeah, and I've told you before, and I think I've even said it on the show before, but even like Neil Druckmann like was like props to Sony for for funding such a uh unusual idea. Because it doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> That's purely because Kojima fucking did it. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah, hey, you're, you're the weird guy who does weird things and everyone loves you. So <laughs> we're going to give you the money. Just make it good. And he's just like, okay. I mean, that, no, anyone else would be like, hey, we're going to make a fucking first person shooter. And they're like, eh, I don't know. Those aren't doing as well as they used to. And it'd be can something you, can like that. Can you sell me on it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's <laughs> new about it? How can we get microtransactions into it? What kind of loot boxes are we talking here? Um, and you know this outside of the monster energy cans everywhere, um, blatant. Which is reminds me so much of Final Fantasy XV's fucking ramen Noodle thing. Yeah. Oh god, the top ramen shit everywhere. It's so ridiculous that I I just look past noodle. it. Yeah. Yeah. There's mo- really beautifully rendered. They look monster. Real. It's stupid. Energy drink cans. <laughs> I was looking at them. I was like, those look really good. Did he just like take a picture of those and render them in the game? Um, and then the way he chugs them, and then when he throws in the garbage can, you can hear the, the empty tins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the sounds really good in yeah. the game too. Um, so anyway, with all that said, um, we've we've been playing it, and long story short, I'm just gonna say this first off, from what I've experienced, I love this game. I absolutely love it. I knew I would, but it's just nice. Like the whole time I'm playing it, I'm like, yes, he fucking did it. I'm playing this. I wanted to be good. I will buy whatever Kojima makes. I'm I'm a fucking fanboy. Even all excited the Discord was like, I'm gonna need reviews from you guys. Uh, so I, I want your unbiased reviews. So that leaves Seth out of it. And I was just like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm not insulted by that because it's true. I fucking love Kojima. I love everything he does. Um, but playing it, I remember playing five, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, and Metal Gear Solid is my favorite series of all time. I always say that, but you might be new here. Um, I played five, and it's the best Metal Gear Solid's ever played. Mm-hmm. It's fucking a blast to play. Storyline-wise, they just did not present it the way I uh, wanted, but also expected. 
um, from what I'm used to with those games. And so there was this, as I played it going like, oh no, is this really like how we're doing this? This game is just really fun and has cool lore to it that helps me connect some games in the series, but you're not going to show it to me. I have to fucking listen to logs and shit. This sucks. That sucks. Playing this though, after playing that last Kojima game, I'm playing it and I'm like, they put the fucking work into this game. You know, people joke, it's a walking simulator. It's a ladder simulator. And those jokes are valid, 100%. They're funny. There's so much to this, though. So much detail and so much uh, work and, like, love put into this weird project um, that I'm just constantly looking at everything. I keep saying to everyone I've talked to about this game, this game is so... um, Everything is designed and, and put in place on purpose. It's all thought out. Everything right. on it, even in the fucking world design, when you're walking around, it's a fucking the, it's a game itself because there's a lot of walking involved. Obviously, there's vehicles and stuff later in the game. I already know all that. Um, but uh, there's this whole like every single detail of this game is just so on purpose there. Um, every animation, every everything. I'm just constantly as I'm playing and going like this wasn't just like Kojima going like I got to make a game. And he put it out. This is like fucking whatever the... F- this was like in his brain at some... Because he was originally going to make Silent Hills. Mm-hmm. So in between the time of Melgar Solid, Silent Hills, which got fucking canceled, he like... Dr- I, I have to assume he had some of these ideas already. Because there's so much to this game. And the amount of time he took to t- make it, which mm-hmm. I think it was uh, first shown, what, 2016 or 14? I think it was three years. Yeah. In that time, what he's accomplished, I'm very happy with. Yeah, it would have been a lot longer if he made his own engine, but yeah. But again, we also talked about this. Sorry, I'm all over the place. There's the, we're gonna try and nail everything here and just jump in, obviously, if you guys have something to say. The Decima engine, which is the engine that Gorilla Games made, apparently there's a rumor they're gonna be rebooting SOCOM Gorilla Games. Weird. That'd be fucking sick. Because SOCOM was a tax shooter, third person tax shooter. Uh-huh. The first like two were good, after that they sucked. But Gorilla Games making a fucking third person tax shooter would be fucking amazing. Anyway. That's my thoughts on that fucking rumor. Um, the Decima engine, though, is what what they used to make Horizon Zero Dawn. And uh, that game was beautiful, gorgeous, played fucking awesome. Really fun game. I love that game. Can't wait for two. Kojima got his hands on that, made this game with it. Yeah, he got to travel all the Sony studios and pick what engine he wanted to use. Yeah, he's just like really shopping weird. around. He's just like, hmm, hmm, I like that one. I like that one. Everybody's like, yes, yes, come in, Kojima. Look at this. Like, hmm. All right, line them up, line them up. Let me see. Number four looks nice. Number eight has the workhorse heels to it. Mm. Number two doesn't taste as good as I'd like it to. <laughs> <laughs> Make it spicier. Um, so yeah, he 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 picked the Decima engine under the kind of uh, the the agreement the agreement that uh, because he's going to be taking their engine and building a whole different game off of it, mm-hmm. that anything he kind of builds and learns and creates with that engine, they're going to kind of cross communicate uh info which i think is kind of neat to hear because like the only other instance you get of stuff like that is like unreal engine which is pretty much open source it's just out there and if you start making money on it they want money from you right which i think is a fair system but uh it's just kind of cool to see them go here use our engine he's like okay and and playing death stranding i'm like this is nothing like horizon zero dawn it doesn't (laughs) play like it doesn't look like it it looks nice like horizon zero dawn but it, it has like a photorealistic look to it there's a lot of the landscapes I look at. I'm like, that is fucking like real looking. It is funny he went back to that too because I know that was a huge focus of his last engine, the Fox engine. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah that yeah. was a huge focus of it. He's trying, he's trying to make fucking movies, 
With video games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that photorealism is important to him because he's just trying to make fucking movies without just filming it like a normal person. He's just trying to create alternate worlds. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the the, the game um, looks fantastic. But I just want to give kind of a shout out to the Decima engine because that is a robust engine and what they do with this. Like, you know, sometimes with engines, anyone who kind of pays attention to engines, I do because I'm weird. I know you do as well. Um Sometimes if you don't do enough to it, it will feel a lot like the original um, product that came out. Uh, I remember when Unreal Engine 3 came out. Um, there was a lot of games that had very similar mechanics to them. They're all on that engine. It's because they're taking the base uh, shell of it and just kind of reskinning it a bit and changing things up a bit. But it still kind of felt a lot like a lot of the games are coming out. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't gut it. They just literally exactly. made a game on it. Exactly. So <laughs> this is just like clean slate he fucking made his own thing and it's it's really neat to see so uh you know that that kind of allows me to look at the decima engine like a lot of other engines and go like oh that's a that's a good engine i really like what they did with that kind of like frostbite before ea went all games are on that engine right and everyone making other games are like that's a first person shooter engine they're like all games are gonna look good on this (laughs) engine they're like okay and they're starting to make a racing game they're like this doesn't work and they're like all games gonna look good on Frostbite Engine. They're all going to look good. All of them are going to look good. All of them are going to have microtransactions. That's the EA way. Not on single player. Good looking multiplayer online always microtransactions games. Anyway. Um, yeah, so Death Stranding Decima looks great. Uh, graphically, I think the game is fucking gorgeous. It's beautiful. One of the best looking games I've ever seen. It's really good. Yeah. And, uh, I, and I'm playing it on a normal PS4 1080p TV. So I can only imagine. It's I'm playing on, on my dirty ass PS4 Pro that fucking likes. I need to clean that bitch out because it is screaming at me. <laughs> Every game I play now, it was cute at first. I play one game and it's like, whoo. I'm like, oh, this must be a powerful game. You're, you're working hard. <laughs> play another game. It's like, whoo. I'm like, Oh shit, games are getting a little too good. <laughs> and then now every game is just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, it's just dust. I got to clean this bitch. Because I, re- I remember when I played Black Desert Online, uh, I went into the character creator and I've, I still have not heard it scream like that before. I just went, <laughs> I was like, that thing's going to fucking blow up. So I stopped playing the game. I was like, I'm not, I'm not in the market to buy another PS4 right now. As much as every time a new pro comes out, that's like a special edition. I'm like, that's cool looking, but I'm like, you don't buy consoles every time there's a new one, right. like the way it looks. So, but yeah, that that thing's getting ready for me to fucking get a new one, I guess. Um, hopefully, I can get the last till PS5, because um, I'm getting real worried. Watch videos too on how to open it. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Um, like, gotta be real careful doing this. I'm like, I don't, I don't want, I want to be careful with anything. Just work. I'm like EA, just make it look good and fucking. I don't know. Um, so yeah, game looks great. Like you said, it's one of the best games uh, looking games. Um, mocapping is such a, a common thing in games right now. Uh, I remember when L.A. Noir first came out, it was like revolutionary because it was like one of the first times they had the facial mocapping, mm-hmm. and it still looks really good. Some games just kind of do it like a standard, like hey, I'll just get their facial mocap, but like they really took their time with L.A. Noir because it was like the first time they did something like that. Now it's really standard. This game's really fucking good looking though. Yeah, and it's facial mocapping. Yeah, it's silly. <laughs> There's um there's a like a room that uh, Sam Porter Bridges your main character, your room yeah, um that you can go into rest shower, use the bathroom standing up or sitting down. It has a purpose. Um the sink, 
There's a sink you can do stuff. You can check on BB, who's like my new favorite character, even though they keep talking about him like he's fucking disposable. I'm like, no one's fucking doing anything to BB. <laughs> You're not touching him. I love this baby, BB. <laughs> anyway, um, and and like when you go up to the sink, you can do all this random shit. You can just like uh, press a direction on the uh, stick, and um, Norman Reedus will do different animations. Yeah. animations. And I swear, it's just to show off how good this shit oh, is. Oh yeah, big time. He'll like fucking like get up in the mirror and like mess with his fucking eyes Check and stuff. And it and like yeah, he'll like open his mouth. You can see down his throat in detail, and like. Um, it's and like at one point, like sometimes too, there's like this weird latency with audio in games when it comes to syncing the lips with the uh, talking, which is actually so much more common than it should be nowadays. I see it in games all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, it's one of those games. Okay. Um, but it's like <laughs> not, it's not uncommon. It drives me nuts. I'll watch a cutscene and the audio is off by like a millisecond. I'm like, you can time this. I do this fucking every week for the show better than what you're doing. <laughs> you're a multi fucking million dollar corporation. Um, billion dollar i don't know um but that's that's all really good too like it's just minimal like there's sounds to everything he's doing and stuff um it's really fucking impressive yeah. and that's really just showing off like look how Some, much time sometimes a little gross to be honest for me yeah i but don't like mouth noises yeah um <laughs> but uh it's, it's just impressive yeah. as a dude who's just like oh what happened behind the scenes like you know everyone's doing the facial mocapping stuff but like kojima is such a fucking like detail nut do you know like they just got it right and they're just showing off that well, then they, you that can they nailed it square and take a photo of him in the moment yeah and like if you catch him when he's doing the stupid finger guns thing he's got that really dorky expression on his mm-hmm. face was doing i'm like god that looks just like him it's weird yeah 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 when the characters are talking or whatever i'm just like looking at their face and stuff i'm like we're getting fucking close dude yeah it's <laughs> it's silly like i i cannot believe like the First off, that he has so many people in this freaking game, which is awesome. That's a celebration <laughs> of Kojima. He knows people. Um, but anyone who's not like a hologram in the game looks amazing, like beyond amazing. But even the hologram, we're going to just talk about every detail of the fucking game visually <laughs> for an hour, but we're going to try not to do that. Yeah, we don't even, have an hour. <laughs> even the fucking holograms are fucking cool looking, though. Mm-hmm. And when they, like, walk through shit and stuff, like, their, like, audio will change and, like, all these fucking details. Well, like, the delivery ones, though, there's that neat system, too, where, like, when you first find them. Oh, you're talking about those holograms, yeah. Yeah, I was talking about those talking with No, no, because those are still, like, in-person feeling. Yeah, yeah you know okay. what I mean? Gotcha. Uh, when you run into, the, like, the delivery stations, for example, they're very, like distorted and stuff like that at first until you can connect them onto the, your essentially your power grid. I'm not, I don't know the ex, the term right now. It's like Cairo something, but, uh, and then when they receive full bandwidth, they become a lot more clear, but they still, you know, they don't have like, they still have like slightly choppy animations versus like, and it's supposed to look like a hologram. So mm-hmm. it's intentional, but then you see like someone in person, like the same person you maybe saw a hologram of. And you're just like, Holy crap, you look amazing. Like, it's, I don't know, it's crazy. Yeah. I want to structure this a bit because yes. we're going to sit here and talk about it and we'll probably go right back into that <laughs> once we start talking about it a bit. Um, I think I think one of the biggest questions people have is what is this game, gameplay-wise? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How, how <laughs> would we answer that? Because I think simply put, um, there are so much details and things you're going to unlock that's going to expand your experience. But basically, in my opinion, and obviously jump in here, 
there's a philosophy to this game that I think is really interesting and neat. And some people are trying to make it overly political and it is political, but at the same time, it's, it's a positive political thing. He, Kojima has this idea that he wants people to work together, help each other and care about each other. That's a huge premise of the design of this game when you're playing and the dialogue it. and the dialogue, <laughs> the game is not about what side you're on or any side. It has, it does not give a fuck about any of that. It's about, you should help people and they will appreciate it and they are going to help you back and you're going to appreciate that. Mm. You're going to put things out there and people may help you because they're going to want to. You can like the things that people are doing. You can't dislike them. People can do something for you and you can hit that like button and it will benefit them. <laughs> and the higher level you are, the more time you have to hit the like button. Yeah. Um, hmm. And so that philosophy is in every aspect of this game. And it's it, for such a, uh, a grim looking... Uh, what some people might say depressing looking, I think it's beautiful, um, world and experience. There's this underlying, and you're alone a lot in the game. A lot, There's yeah. this underlying feeling of that you are playing this with everybody else. We're all playing Death Stranding and we're all helping each other. It's really yeah. weird that you're alone in this game, but I don't feel alone. Um, it also has a system too, where if you hit the, the touch pad while you're running around, you'll yell. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure has other functions, but in typical Kojima fashion, uh, if you're close by to where like another player is, they're not responding, but the game responds to you and it'll like kind of flash in a spot. So you can like kind of fight that alone feeling by like yelling of like, hey, I'm Sam. And they're like, hey, me too. Mm. It, it's really weird, but yeah. It, yeah, it'll be hmm. another player essentially in the area. So, yeah. So to jump That's, back. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's such an interesting concept for like a game dynamic because you don't get anything like that out there like yeah there's like co-op games but like from what you describe it really feels like taking the inner self and connecting it to other people on this weird metaphysical level and that's literally what the game's trying to accomplish <laughs> it's in every part of the design of the game yeah so it's, it's such a cool concept. it's such a huge factor of the game it's not even like oh yeah we kind of have this idea it's it's the core of the game mm-hmm. um it's absolutely inspired by dark souls in the sense that you can leave messages for people and stuff you can do that in this game as well but it just goes beyond that um in a positive way there is no negative aspects to it um in fact if someone so for instance if i'm like out and about uh delivering something if i throw a ladder across a creek uh someone else could come upon that in their game and it'll say my name and then they can like it they don't have to like it but they can just mash on the like button there's a time limit to do that and likes are pretty much like experience right Very exp so yeah. you're essentially giving somebody else exp um cool. for the stuff they're leaving behind if you don't like the thing they left behind i would still say hit that like button give you know everybody should be doing that with each other that's kind of the fucking point of this game uh which i think is really neat um you can just uh get rid of it you can dismantle it from your world yeah, yeah. so it's not there so you might not like like the way it looks there yeah. so you can go i don't want this but i would still say hit that fucking like button that yeah. they even did something no it's, um, it's interesting and you can leave messages all over the place, like, go this way. I left a, the BB face. He's smiling with a big heart behind his head. Um, which BB likes. Which BB likes. BB likes a lot of things. <laughs> He'll um, give you likes sometimes. Yeah, which is funny. Every once in a while, yeah, you'll do something, and something will be like, one like. It's like, BB gave, or BB gave you one like for that. Yeah. Yeah. I like how he's in that pod liking shit. I don't know how he's doing it. Um, so anyway, getting back to the idea of what this game is gameplay-wise. Essentially... Um, simply put, um, it is a, uh, a game where you are trying to expand, um, there's a story obviously you're going through, but the gameplay is you're delivering stuff, but you're also expanding, 
um, a network um, across the country. Uh, there's obviously a story happening on why you're doing that, but that is the gameplay. So you have all these random missions that come up mm. and you can go collect stuff. You can go deliver stuff. You can uh, go here to there, whatever. And you're delivering that stuff and that's, you know, making people happy or whatever. But also you're opening up other areas and it'll expand the network and give you uh, more range on what you can find in that area and have. Uh, and allow you to build more things. Build more things. Yeah. <laughs> So that's pretty much what you're doing. Now there's of course action in there that happens. Mm. Um, there's the BTs, which are those like weird shadowy, They're stressful, interdimensional <laughs> fucking monsters that are really neat. Right. They show up from these storms that will happen. Um, and uh, that's Kevin. Kind of like, it's funny. Everybody's like, Oh, well, you just walk in the game. Well, the game has a really interesting way to something's going to happen mm. while you're walking to change things up. You're not just like always just walking. Something happens. Typically the terrain gets, uh, you might, you might get, um, it becomes a puzzle game in that regard where you're trying to figure out how to get over something. Yeah. You'll literally something. look at your map, look at where you got to go. And it's a 3d map. So you can kind of move it to look at the mountains and stuff. And you can start plotting your course and putting mm. waypoints and stuff. And you can kind of follow that, but there's things to explore for, to find. Yep. There's other people's packages. They might've dropped. You can pick those up, deliver them, to where they're going and then help that person. Yeah. Um, or you can put it uh, into like, a, it's not a mailbox, but it's like a postal thing. It, and you it's can, a mailbox. Yeah. Much. And you can let somebody else take the package. Yeah. You get you, like partial experience for doing yeah. that. So if you found the thing, but you don't want to take it to where it needs to go, you can put it in this uh, mailbox thing and somebody else can go take the job for you. Or the thing that, <laughs> that I'll do sometimes with it too, is if you're stuck in the rain, because mm -hmm. the rain, uh, has time properties. It actually fast forwards everything it touches. Yeah. So your packages will start to rust. Your skin will age. Like, yeah. So you're yeah. carrying a bunch of crap in the rain all of a sudden. I'm it's, like, it's oh, neat. post box, deliver it. Yeah, because you watch your boxes start to deteriorate <laughs> and shit. So. Huh. Is, is, uh, is there like any kind of like penalties for like, is there like a death? No. I like, mean, can you die? He can't permanently die. It's yeah. part of his character. So the game has got this weird connection between life and death where they're like almost those two worlds are like on top of each other. The BTs actually are ex like essentially souls of the dead, but they can okay. so they kind of interact with the in world and out living. With each other. Yeah. Yeah. There's this one part uh, I played where um, this is like post post apocalyptic. It's beyond like new society has started since since yeah. the main event. Um but I was walking through a field. I'm so used to just seeing like grass and mm -hmm. rocks and stuff. And then I noticed the back of like a truck kind of out of the ground slightly, but it was just covered in grass. Like I barely noticed it. And then as I kept walking, it almost looked like a freeway. Like it was a highway. There. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. just cars everywhere, but they're all, they almost look like rocks covered in They've moss. They've been gone for so long. Yeah. Man. And as I'm walking there, then all of a sudden there's BTs everywhere. So Every kind of what Chevy was saying, where? it's almost like they all died there and the BTs are residual, you know, energy from whatever the fuck. Uh, happen there and it's really kind of creepy but yeah um it's neat because in those situations it turns into like a kind of stealth game you get down and you're crawling around these things that are floating around and you have a sensor that's like connected the little to BB, handy thing connected to bb that's uh it's funny when you run to bts uh it should have turned it off but your controller speaker you hear bb through that so like as you're walking through the bts and your little sensors going it's like looking around and it's telling you where they're at you can also scan to see them but if you pay attention i almost never scan i just pay attention to the thing and where it's looking it's really accurate it's not just kind of like oh it's over there it's like looking directly at them and they like you're crouching and you can hold your breath 
when you're walking past them because they the, they pick up on that sound. Yeah, yeah. But the whole time in your controller, fucking BB's just going like, mm, mm, just like kind of whining and stuff as you're doing it. And I'm just like, it's like stressful because you're just like <laughs> listening to all these things and you're like, well, he holding gets your breath. too stressed off. He shuts off. Yeah, yeah. And then you can't detect him anymore. Yeah, because the whole thing with BB is he's from stillbirth. Still mother. Yeah, the mom died. They take the baby out. And so because it's connected between life and death, it can detect the in-between. Gotcha. It, it's weird. It's 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 weird. But it, <laughs> but the, the big thing is when I first started playing the game and they start using all the terminology in place, it all made sense. All the wording mm. and stuff. I was like, okay, all these words have meaning. And of yeah. course you can say that with most things. But people look at this game like, oh, it's weird. Kojima's weird. I'm like, yeah, but this is like everything in his brain makes sense. This yeah. all has reason. It's not yeah, just it's not like confusing. weird to be weird. Yeah. So when you start playing, you're like, oh, all these things make sense mm-hmm. within his world. And things that don't make sense, I assume will make sense. For sure. Uh, the further you get into it. So it really shows just how on purpose everything is. It's not an accident. It's just like, oh, it'd be weird if there was a fucking whale over there. It's just like I mean, everything. It is Kojima. And if you've played any of his games, you should know that like everything is yeah. purposely put there. Except yeah. for. Metal Gear Solid 2, he got a little too ambitious. I don't know if he's doing drugs at the time or not. I'm not going to ask questions. We've all done shit in our lives. Having an uh, existential crisis. But he, he was really trying some new things out mentally, and he, we saw Kojima untapped there. This, though, is, is, is Kojima fucking just more mature exploring that more crazy shit. Yeah. He's learned lessons through Metal Gear Solid 2. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much the gameplay, but there's so much more to it. There's yeah. so many things that unlock, like like a normal, like what you expect from a Japanese developed game. Uh, the further you go into it, the more shit you get and more mechanics that unlock. Um, and but, lots of microsystems. But like a Kojima game, there's a lot of shit, a lot of stuff and, to unlock, and systems that don't exist in other games. Walking. Yeah, the, the balancing. Yeah. yeah. So when you're walking in the game, the terrain plays a huge fucking uh, part of it. Like if you walk down a hill, it'll actually speed you up like in real life. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when I walk down a hill, if and it's steep enough on a dime, yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll pull back a little bit and kind of go down it slower like you would in real life because mm-hmm. you're not going to want to fall. Um, if you have enough shit on your body and you can put it, you can actually put it wherever you want. You can have it on your backpack, on your arm. And kind of set it up to balance you better because it does play a huge factor. Yep. If you have a okay. bunch of stuff in your backpack, though, as you're walking, if the terrain's slightly tilted or you turn too hard or whatever, your shit will start leaning over. And you actually have to hold triggers uh, to rebalance yourself while walking. Um, <sighs> if you walk across a river, um, you got to, like, a lot of times hold both triggers to stabilize yourself while walking. Yeah, and there's shallow, medium yeah. and I can't touch the bottom depth. There's also like calm, rapid, you know, which was neat because when you're plotting your course, you're looking at all that stuff. I'm like, okay, there's the thinnest part of the creek right there. I'm going to head for that section. Or sometimes fucking trail, man. sometimes you go there and you're like, this was perfect. This is why I planned. Sometimes yeah. you go there and you're like, oh, it's a lot deeper than I thought I was going to go. So you walk up the river a little bit and then you throw like uh, there's an area that was kind of like archaeological. There's like little islands uh, through the river. And like I found an area that was shallow enough, but the other side was deep. So I went through the shallow part, got to this little island thing, and then I walked to the shallow part enough to find a rock to stand on. And there's some more rocks over here. And I put a ladder across and then I walked over there and then I leave signs and stuff for other people. Like this is how I got across. So if you happen to find it, come across. Um, And it's, it's, it's satisfying. Mm. Like it's weird to, to look at what this game is and go, I'm enjoying this quite a bit. I like walking around. 
It's weird. You're doing a like, lot with the controller when you're walking, though. I think is a huge factor of well, that. There, there's so much like preparation and like if you're a person who likes to find shit, there's stuff everywhere. Yeah, there's you, like little you, microchips, like hiding that'll have like items that are like connected to NPCs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but I mean that that is the gameplay, really. Yes. You're expanding a network, which involves you having to travel. I'm just gonna put it that way. People are like walking simulator, but there's there's stuff that that comes into play that's really interesting sure. uh, that changes that dynamic. And while you're doing all this stuff, there's a really interesting story which I expect from Kojima. I love his mind. So you know, as soon as it started, I'm just like, this is really fucking cool. Um, mm-hmm. The music's fantastic. Uh, shout out to Low Roar. I fucking love them. Super and, fitting too. Yeah, um, I listen to them all the fucking time, and. Uh, as soon as I saw their name come up like twice in the game already, and it's and just like Kojima, when you get a new character, it'll show who plays them. He's very French in that way. When, <laughs> he's very French cinema when it comes to that. Like the character will show up, says their name, says the person who played them. Song starts playing, it gives them credit. It's all about crediting. Who, you see, like all his games, his name come up like eight times in the credits. You're like, <laughs> we get it, you made it. We all know that. But it's, he's doing that for everybody. everybody so yeah. that's just kind of like, you know, he's very uh, classic in that way. But um, I kept hearing or anytime, you know, Loro or anybody else are playing, uh, I was like, man, they fucking I, I would love to see where they were and where they are now when it comes to people listening to them. They just like signed such a great deal with putting their music in that fucking game because yeah. nobody, uh, nobody fucking knew who they were. And now fucking they're so in well this now. high, hi, highly hyped game and their music's great. I love them. Um, they're more like dark, uh, you know. Not quite folky, but I think I'm pretty sure I use one of their songs for one of my buildings. So, oh really? Yeah, because if you upgrade your stuff, you can add flair to them. Could oh, be, that's cool. It can be music, it can be holograms, it can just be audio mm. messages. So, yeah. Um, like and you, in that sense, there's not quite a Minecraft aspect to it, but there is like a world building aspect to this game. There is, and and it does occasionally share to other players. Which, by the way, you can like link with certain people if you want to constantly see their stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, those are your strands. We gotta do that. We gotta do that. You gotta find your stuff though. Mm. So, but yeah, there's strands and you can pick people to have permanent strands with. And the higher level you get, the more people you can pick. So That's very cool. It's got a lot of weird, like social systems. There's so, so much to it, dude. Like uh, we can't even talk about all of but it. It also plays a huge factor too. Cause let's say you're getting close to mules. Mules are scavengers in this mm. game. They won't attack you unless you have stuff on you. They, that's all they care about is yeah. stuff. That's how they survive. They don't, they don't care about civilization otherwise. Um, you can, if you know, like you're heading to a mule base, you can put a post box right there. You can level it up once and then give it an audio cue and it'll say mules ahead. So as soon as someone walks mm. in the vicinity of it, it'll just say mules ahead. Mm. So, I mean, and that's just a social thing that you can put yeah. there. So, I mean, it's, it's neat. It's all about connections. That's yeah. the whole game. How would you defend yourself from those kind of things? Is there like a combat system you can fight. for mm. that kind of stuff? Yep. You can punch, okay. you can, uh, you have a rope, you can hog tie them essentially. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much what I do when they swing at you. If you use the rope, you'll kind of do this dodge thing, grab their hands and put them behind their back, throw them on the ground, tie them up. So, okay. Okay. yeah. I mean, you're trying, you're also gotta, you gotta kind of weigh the pros and cons though, because you have your delivery that's first and foremost. So yes. you don't want to exacerbate that or get your shit damaged or stolen. Well, some of them have weapons too. Yeah. So, okay. um, so yeah, you're, you're on this journey, you're running into those, you're running into BTs the terrain is is its own element of the game yeah um yeah yeah um and it, you know it's a real simple way to put it but you are essentially like the fedex guy 
and the repairman. Like, because yeah. the whole idea, you know, is civilization obviously is all separated. And, it and got splintered. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's living on their own, essentially. And this and someone I- has this idea. Yeah. The president, the, yeah. the, the well, yeah, I was trying to stay away from stories yeah. a little bit, but well, we can mention loose. I we we can talk about wherever the fuck I already warned people that, yeah, but I don't want to talk about story too much because I want I want you to experience it. I'm very happy with it though. Yeah, uh, Kojima's back to being more cinematic, unlike Metal Gear Solid Five, mm-hmm. and I love that shit, so I'm okay with him doing that. Um, but yeah, you, you essentially you're giving everyone internet. And then they're able to connect to each other again. And because the way technology works, they can print stuff that they send to each other and stuff too. So you're essentially the boots on the ground trying to connect the societies that are all fractured, which is, uh, you know, the philosophy of the game based off of real life or by being fractured. It's a good metaphor for real life right now. Exactly. Exactly. Which is a really cool message. There is no, these ones are right. It's just like everyone is is disconnected mm. and we got to connect everybody we got to get people to help each other and i think that's a really cool basic message that's yeah. not even like it's heavy-handed in the game's design but the but it, there there's way more to it the game than that but mm. it's very cool i haven't seen a game with a with a philosophy of social I'm really uh, coming it. togetherness i mean the game is very unique and it's very yeah. unique it's it's um, it, there is not a game like death stranding mm-hmm. And then speaking of like the weird things, like I was kind of brought up earlier, um, having purpose, like the shower and the restroom aspect. Um, there's a person who is taking samples from you because you have something special about mm-hmm. you. Um, but they take aspects of that. Yeah, the first time he's waist, in the bathroom, he's like, I'm going to just take this. And they make grenades out of it, essentially, uh, which can repel the BTs because they don't like your blood. So they haven't gone into full explanation for me yet on that but that, <laughs> yeah. that's what they pretty much have said so yeah it's it's weird because even in like like metal gear games and there's like these weird items you can pick up there's always something like it can do they always have a function mm-hmm. yeah nothing's mm-hmm. in the game just because like uh throw it well in. and i haven't tested it yet but like you know one of that in one of the advertisements for the game is like you could urinate i'm pretty sure that'll keep bts away if you do it because they don't like your blood mm. So I'm yeah, kind of curious to try it. So, so it's like wolf. You just mark your territory. Kind of. Yeah. Space. I hate the PTs. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I stress I, easy though. I love it, dude. It's it's mm. it's a nice change of pace. I'm just like walking and shit, and then all of a sudden it's like <clears throat> with things like super <laughs> slow mo, and the, it zooms yeah. in on the hand coming up. It, it I it, just change yeah. shit up, and I'm like, okay. And then I look at the easiest way, and I'm like, I'm not gonna go that way. I'm gonna go yeah, this way. Been caught a couple times. Yeah. I, yeah, I haven't been caught yet, but I'm still. I made too much noise the second time. Can you tell get, me you held your breath for too long or something? That was the first time, yeah. and then you obviously you have to breathe. So he's like, mm. <gasps> and all of a sudden, I was like, <laughs> just came yeah, right at me. I was like, fuck. And then the second time, I just I was like, I ha- I'm just gonna run. Fuck it, and I did. And they're pretty fast, apparently. <laughs> just just whip it out and pee on them. Well, I wasn't just, really thinking. Just run and piss behind you over your shoulder. <laughs> you throw your piss grenades at him. But. Get away. <laughs> so, yeah. You wouldn't grab a man peeing, would you? There's a bunch of weird things. And, like, <laughs> fucking freak. Another, like, weird system, too. Uh, that BB thing you put down. If you walk up someone else's, it'll start, like, doing, like, a lullaby type thing mm. or giggling or whatever. Your BB will be like, oh, this is cool. And then he, all of a sudden his stress will come down and it'll give you a like for being close to it. I hate nice. how much I love BB because I'm like, they're going to do something that's going to fucking make me sad with that fucking kid. 
Um, mm-hmm. Not necessarily saying they're gonna do anything like kill him off or something like that, but I've played Kojima's games, man. I've cried to his fucking games, so I'm just like, oh, okay, because they keep going in in the lore. Fucking the uh, the BBs are are essentially they their they, equipment. Their equipment, yeah. They talk about them like, oh, you're gonna have to throw that thing away; it's defective, um, or you have to incinerate it, or like, oh, that thing's not gonna last, you know, past a year, so it's not gonna last your whole journey probably. And the whole time, it normally is just looking at the, the supernatural, look, so. looking at the BB. He's just staring at it, and the and it's just looking at him through the glass. And the other guy's just like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to throw that away." And I'm like, "What? We're right. not throwing anything away. What are you talking Especially about?" Especially the more flashbacks you get every time you leave yeah. your room. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, I love that whole system. I love fucking BB. It's just an entity. It's such yeah. a cool idea. Um, but uh, and there's all the little things you can do with him too. You can like you can look down, and he's just like in there looking up at you, and you can like fucking like. Like take the controller and rock him. It's very responsive. Yeah, it's weird. I was like rocking it, and it was just like, oh really? Because I shook it too much, and I started shaking the. And all of a sudden, he was getting stressed out. Dude, when I first started (laughs) doing it, I was like, okay. And I noticed it started going quick. I was like, oh fuck, that's really responsive. So I started doing like at a normal rate, and he's just like, all right, yeah, that's not bad. He'll start like cooing essentially. Yeah, Yeah. it's fucking adorable. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, this this game is is bizarre, man. But in a good way. It it all works though. It's weird. It's weird as fuck. I'll be like everybody else. Like, That's weird, but fucking like it all. It all just works. It all makes. Yeah, I'm never confused about it. I'm just yeah. like, where'd this idea come from? Yeah. So you look at Kojima. He's always just sitting there, just like not smiling, nothing. And like that shit was just in his head, swimming around. Yeah. He's not even here with us most of the time. People talk to him. He's just sitting there thinking about this shit <laughs> while he's watching some movie. So like you're making a game. He's like, yeah, I'm making a game. He's just thinking about this stuff. Is it gonna be good? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Okay, we're unlike well, we're, anything you've ever excited. played, which he didn't lie about that. So, yeah, I mean, like coming from Metal Gear Solid, which again, there's some other stealth games. I think Metal Gear Solid def- definitely stands on its own. Obviously, well, it's game can definitely be a stealth game. So. But yeah, for sure. But like, <laughs> you'd expect something similar maybe in game design. It's not. It's it's its own thing. The only thing that's similar to it is like more so just Kojima's visual style when it comes to menus. And those very satisfying sound effects. But that's a very Japanese thing, too. Mm. Everything, mm. every fucking thing that's happening in your UI and your uh, menus and stuff. It's just like... Like all these... Final Fantasy menus have iconic music. Great sounds. Yeah, that's such a Japanese thing. There's like a personality of the game based off of the sound design, the menu sounds, the music, all that shit. just creates this whole atmosphere that when you're playing that game, you're playing that game. It's like fucking stamped. This is this game. The whole experience, even yep. like, you know, move through the menus. When you complete a mission and everything's just tallying up or whatever, right. everything that's moving, every number that's changing, they all have their own sound effects it's happening. It's like Monster Hunter when you finish, you finish it, like, burner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, that's only Monster Hunter. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, that's the thing. And that's one thing a lot of Western games don't really do. Not really. Because they're all trying to be like realistic, push yeah. the fucking bar. Well, they usually try You're to minimize the UI as much as possible. Yeah. Like we are, yeah, Western are games are very, like, here, have a bunch of menus. Because they embrace the game aspect, yeah. um, which I think is a huge difference. Because this game, as, as immersive and cool as the world is, it breaks the, the fourth wall all the fucking time. Constantly. Um, I mean, when you're sitting in the room with Norman Reedus, I, his name's Sam in the game, I, I'm like, Norman Reedus. By the way, I don't like Norman Reedus in anything. I don't mind him in this. Yeah. 
They <laughs> my problem with Norman Reedus is I think he's just the most fucking boring looking, normal looking dude ever. And when he's in movies, they always try and make him into cast. something. Yeah. They cast him into like some badass. I'm like, you're not a badass. Shut the fuck up. Or like uh, fucking Blade 2. He's like trying to be like this like gangsta ass kid. I'm like, you're a dork. <laughs> but in this, like, he's just like, I mean, there's more to him. There's something he's going to build towards. But like, he's just like a fucking a delivery dude. Yeah. And he plays that like fine. He doesn't bother me at all. And I'm like, and this, I'm biased, but I'm like, of course, Kojima fucking just nailed using him. Yeah. Maybe I like I'm like he, he he's doing fucking fine. I like like everything he's saying. This is the first time I'm listening to him talk. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is good. Well, it's like and like you were saying the fourth wall thing. Uh, yeah, I was, I see this game so he's just go uh, go off something else. He'll be sitting there and BB will be cooing across the room and he'll he'll look at the camera and he'll go yeah and point at the baby. Yeah, when they were like, hey, use the shower. And I was waiting a second. I was doing something on my phone. I looked up and he's just like, he just like kind of looks over at me. He's like. Yeah. Kind of like did that, and I was like, "Oh yeah." And then I was like, "It's or like, um, there's like collectible like uh, like figures and shit mm-hmm. on a shelf behind him, and like uh, when you pick it, he like gets in the camera and he goes, and he gets out of the yeah, way. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Like, check it out. And then he moves out of the way, and then it <laughs> zooms in over there, and it's just like such like a, it's it's just fuck. It's just a cool experience because mm-hmm. you feel like you're in on like the the journey that came to be making this game well the room is completely mm-hmm. like a place for you to like uh essentially see what you've earned chill out yeah yeah it's your collectible spot yeah it's neat so. um when i first went in there and he's like look i was looking around i was like oh fuck there's stuff to look at in here there's mm-hmm. like interactive things it's really neat so when all your wearables end up on the table next to the monsters yeah so and uh even if you wait a while, he'll like lay back on the bed and do a bunch of random shit. So mm. it's like all those details. So Kojima of Kojima to do like everything. There's just <laughs> so many things to that game. I'm constantly noticing. Um, even when you're walking in the field and stuff, the train and stuff, he'll like walk differently. And like sometimes he'll just like random like jump between two little things real quick mm-hmm. while he's walking and stuff. And it's like they did all that work for that. And every once in a while he'll like look behind him and stuff. And it's like there's so many little details that I or talk to himself. Like yeah. if you've been walking for a long time, he's like, okay, Sam, just a little further. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Um, moss is different than gravel, is different than dirt, mud, uh, water. I mean, the way he walks constantly is changing. I've literally ate shit before. I was trying to go up a hillside. And it was mossy, and I had too much on my back. I went to take a corner, and I literally hit my side and just started sliding. For anyone who's not familiar with that term, you meant fall. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not, not literally? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I tend to use a lot of slang terms, I guess. I think most people understand, but I, yeah. maybe somebody might go, wait. I had someone get weird about me calling something stupid before, so that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's pretty normal around here, but yeah, I, forget, I, I forget. Stupid, literally, I forget we're on the internet where people from all over the place can watch us. Yeah, the world, and we love every <laughs> single one of you. Hit that like and subscribe button. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's yeah. You interact um, with everything, everything. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and yeah, the, the, that whole breaking the fourth wall thing makes it feel like a game, but also makes you feel like you're in on something as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the director of the game and and the actors are communicating with you and it's it's neat um so yeah i mean we've talked about a lot of stuff i feel like there's a lot more to talk about graphics are really good the mocapping's fucking fantastic the music's fantastic everything I, on a technical level is fantastic everything's great yeah, yeah. the game plays good i really like it one yeah. small thing that i want to mention just because some people don't get it right is the tools you use 
fucking work. They worked exactly how they're supposed to work. Yep. I fucking threw down a flimsy ass ladder and I was like, this is going to be weird. It works perfectly. And it's a ladder. I mean, like I remember when we first saw the trailer that revealed the ladder and it's, it's on the episode. I was excited about it. I was like, Oh shit. And I was like, why am I excited about a ladder? Just a fucking ladder. But the idea that you can just put it anywhere. And in the game, when you uh, pull it out or equip it, you hold down the left trigger and it'll show you like a blue um, outline, like outline of where it's going to go. But it uh, moves to the terrain perfectly. So if there's like a, a large rock wall and you walk up, it'll be like this. And as you get closer, it'll start moving up and you can put it anywhere you want. But wherever it says it's going to be, when you put it there, it does a whole animation. It goes and then it fucking lands exactly where you want it to be. And when you get onto it, you have to press a button to grab it. Unless it's like down on the ground, you can walk across it. But you walk up it. And even if it's like not necessarily all the way up, he'll still climb the extra uh, part of it. Oh, yeah. I, so, my first ladder was fucked. <laughs> I had half of it above the cliff. Oh, really? And I leaped off the top. <laughs> <laughs> See, mine was slightly under the cliff. So I was like, oh, fuck. Like a lot of games, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get up over it. But he was able to grab it and climb up over it. And I'm like, it's it was all planned really well. Yeah. It wasn't just like, yeah, hey, I'll throw a ladder in there. Like it, the system works. Just like the rope. You press a button and you grab the rope. If you walk off the cliff, you're still holding the rope and you can walk down. And once you get to the bottom, you can press the button to let go of the rope. Yeah. And so this, the system just works. It works re- exactly how you want it to. Mm. Um, it's very responsive. And I really, really like that. Um, with a game like this, a lot of other developers, I feel like, especially if they're an indie developer, it'd probably feel kind of janky in yeah. some ways, but it doesn't in this. It, it, it is a triple A fucking game. For sure. Yeah. The polish um, is there. Even all the small things, like when you put down like a fucking mailbox and it's like 3D printing it, I was looking at it, I'm like, that's a really nice looking fucking mailbox graphically. <laughs> and when the animation was neat, and I'm like, money. Everything in this game, I'm like, this was an expensive game. You know, the time fall does, um, the rain, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, does um, start to deteriorate your structures too, though. So you get well, the yeah. third upgrade, it gets higher resistance to it. Yeah. So, um, including your vehicles, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what else? What else? There's there's a lot going on in this game. For something that you could simply we We've go, barely played this game. I have to emphasize that. Yeah, we've barely played it. I'm I, in got, chapter I got a lot two. to say. You're only in chapter Yeah. Shit. Chapter two lasts a while. Yeah, I will say I'm in chapter two. Yeah. So. Um, and you're ahead of me, so that's not by, I kept telling you not by much. Yeah. So. Um. I love that the chapters all have like, I love that it's chaptered first off. It reminds me, it's very cinematic. They'll have like a name or whatever to the chapter. And it's kind of the focal point of that chapter, which is really fucking cool. Um, I love how when you like go into the chapter, it starts up like it's starting a new story or whatever, mm-hmm. but continuing the one you're already on. There's something really, I, I love it. It's a really cool experience, but the whole game's cinematic. So, um, yeah. Uh, story wise, we're not going to talk about too much. But um, I'm definitely interested. Already, I, I really love it mm. um, a lot. Uh, it's out there. It, but it's I like it's that. out there, but I <laughs> love the canon. I love the lore, the world, all the weird shit that goes on in it. Um, the This idea, necro, whatever the fuck it's called. But when people die. Yeah, you have 48 hours or something like that yeah. to, get, to burn the body. Because otherwise else? they will fucking explode and make like a, a giant. Like, they're like, like almost like a nuke. It's fucking mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, um, you, you can wipe out cities with yeah. a dead body. And there's that group of people who use that as, as they're essentially terrorists. They use that to yeah, fucking Yeah, we haven't run into them yet, but yeah. they're the ones with the skulls in mm-hmm. the trailers. So Troy Baker. 
Troy Baker and yeah. Mads in that one trailer. Yeah, but we don't know where that's going to go. That's why I don't want to hear shit about this game. Yeah. But because he <laughs> keeps coming up, and I'm like, is he a good guy or a bad guy or what? He's the BB Daddy. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes to all of that. It's yes, all to yes. Also, yes, his mo- no. everyone's mocap is good. But every time they get those cutscenes and I see Mads, I'm like, wow, he, that looks re- like he acted the whole scene out. Like mm-hmm. it's awesome. <laughs> Same thing with Norm Reedus, dude. Like, no, fucking- for sure. But he's obviously more like a character too that you're playing as. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of his like game animations. As for like, we've only ever seen cutscenes you know of the other guy so far so and i forgot the actor's name they keep saying his name all over the place because kojima is really good about uh talking about his cast but uh mm-hmm. the the dude um die hard man the guy with the fucking skull mask, skull mask which mm-hmm. i fucking love the way that mask looks i love the design of all the shit in the game like kojima's got a very specific style to uh all his games but like the dudes with the gold masks and shit they all look fucking dope um even the little scanner i think looks cool it also looks awesome but um that dude uh first off has a really good voice i can listen to the guy talk for a while but fucking he talks he does he talks you constantly (laughs) so they picked a really good like not only is like when he started talking i'm like oh like i've never i don't know what he's from yeah so like i don't know i didn't go into the game going like oh that dude but i'm like listen i'm like oh they got this guy is pretty good actor and then like he's constantly telling you everything that's going on i was like that's why they picked him he's got a really good voice yeah like it's not annoying at all. Um, Guillermo del Toro being in it, uh, he has a way bigger part than I thought he would. I thought it was gonna be like a small part, but he's he doesn't around. do the voice though, right? It's just I don't. I think it's just the mocap. I don't know with him because it sounds like it him. has a second uh, D- name did it? attached. Because I know a lot of the characters in the game are just their likeness. Yeah, I'm I didn't pretty know sure if... he is just likeness. Okay. Yeah. Well, most of them are, yeah. but um, well, a lot of them are. Um, that Die Hardman dude, I don't think is. Um, no, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. But because uh, it'll say. The body's name, and then mm. when it showed him, it showed a second name. Yeah, so. um, just like two of the characters are the same chick mm-hmm. uh, voice. So your family, yeah, yeah, um, which is re- really fucking weird. First mission, yeah, <laughs> yes, it is very dark. Oh hi, mom. Okay, uh, I gotta deliver you now. <laughs> it's really fucking weird. I was like, well, okay, we're just jumping in, huh? Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. Let's uh, let's kind of start pulling this back and kind of have to um, make the discussion to the point where, uh, first off, I I love this game so far. I'm barely into it, and I fucking love it. I'm not there a hundred percent, but like uh, it is. I definitely am very much enjoying it, Mm. and it is unlike anything I've ever played, which is huge. Yeah. When he says, "Oh, I made a genre," I don't know. Let's 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 play around with that a little bit, Um, but. You definitely made a game that no one's made. 100%. No one has made this game or anything like it. And it yeah. draws influence from other games, his games, other mm-hmm. games. Dark Souls, I think, is a real big Oh, there's tons of influence. influence. Yeah. Um, but think about someone asks you, make a game that no one's made. It'd be very hard. Oh, yeah. Because you're instantly going to start thinking about the games you like, the things you like about those games, all that stuff. He made this, and it is completely different than everything. And... It, there's such a vision to it um, and it all works. It all makes sense. I'm like, this is a game. It, it feels it's a fucking, it's a game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with just with a really cinematic um, story and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, you're liking it. I love it. Um, I think this game and I'll beat it by then. I think this game has big game of the year uh, material uh, for me. I think there's a good chance it could be possibly. Um, I don't think it will be everybody's, but 
I think the story will make that decision. Hundred percent. Yeah. If this has a great story and I and I I, I beat it and I'm like, wow, uh, probably because the other one for me that's a big contender right now is Control, which I also have to beat. That's another game that's out there and weird. So I definitely have yeah, a I've thing. Heard very mixed things on that game. Yeah. Why well, I, I fucking like, what I've played of that game so far, I love it. It's mm. easily in my top three right now this year, and it's so under talked about. Welcome to um, Remedy. Yeah, that's their curse. They make fucking great games no one talks about. And then they made Quantum Break, and that's the one everyone played. And everyone's like, man, I'm like, yeah, it's their least best game. Um, so, yeah, i I really fucking digging it. And I, I can't wait to play more. Um, recommending it, though, because this is important. This is what I keep getting asked. Uh It's it's rough. Even Josh. Josh is like, how do you like it? I'm like, I love it. I don't know if I'd tell everybody to play it, though. I mean, like, yeah, go go give Kojima money, but I don't want you to fucking get into a game that you might not like and then be upset about it, you know? So it's hard for me to be like, hey, go play this game that no one's made before. Yeah, and it's, it's also not a hop-in, hop-out game. Fuck no. When I start playing it, like, when I get, like, a break, I'm like, I should probably stop now. Yeah. Yeah, missions because, take a while. Yeah, because it's <laughs> not... I don't want to be mid-mission and go, okay, I'm going to save and stop playing. Like, it's, it's, it's one of those games, like, when I'm sitting in my room, I'm like, okay, I should probably quit playing now before I get too ahead of myself and you can't go to bed or something like that. So, um, but yeah, uh, if you're a Kojima fan, like diehard Kojima fan, like me, I would say definitely check it out. Um, uh, you'll appreciate the Kojima aspect of the game. It's, it's very much a game by him. Um, if you like, um, I mean, honestly, if you liked, even though there's more skill involved, if you like games where you walk through a narrative, um, you might dig this. Um, just because it's a walking narrative game, but there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more gameplay to it. So if you're not someone who likes to like have to get better at a game or whatever, this isn't going to, it's not, it's not like uh dear Esther or uh, everyone's gone to the rap. No, you have to be involved, but it is story based yeah. and there, there is traveling involved. Um, God, it's hard cause it, it's not like other games. So like, I can't go like, Hey, if you like dark souls, you might appreciate that there's social aspects that are influenced by Dark Souls, but it's nothing like Dark Souls. Well, I think a good way to word it would maybe be, um, you know, it may not be your, your your cup of tea if you're into like fast paced games, like you know, if you're a Call of Duty player or you know, or you want to hop into a third person action game and just fucking yeah. beat ass and fucking but do backflips. But shit. if you're into like video games in the way of like um, seeing what people can do to make a video game, the creative medium, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's a great example of that. Um, yes, you you can't, especially you, a triple A game. Yeah, it it is literally <laughs> like you, you're you're just kind of like it's really easy to just kind of wander around and do what you want to in the game because I've I've spent a good deal of time just looking for people's lost packages just mm -hmm. as an excuse to explore because you don't have to accept a mission you can just go out and wander. Yeah. Um. So there's definitely um, gameplay wise, like it is a. a a game um less than it is like you know what's the great example of that to use call of duty again that would be like your pepsi and coke this is definitely more of like you're like some guy's making this crazy soda he wants everyone more to, obscure craft yeah. drink or something <laughs> yeah um so if that's you're kind of you know if you're into like trying out trying new things yeah, yeah. um it's great in that um, regard so i would definitely say if you like more dark uh, atmosphere-based uh, stories, um, more atmospheric experiences. This game is absolutely a must. So if you are 
if you're like in film, you like those weird auteur movies, mm -hmm. the weird indie films, uh, cerebral movies, 100%. Uh, this is made for you. Yeah. Um, Supernatural stuff. Yeah. Cause that's like the big There's, heavy yeah, theme. A horror feeling to the game. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like when I run into the sci-fi and if you follow the channel, I can't play like horror games at all. It's pretty close sometimes for me when I'm, fortunately it doesn't ruin it for me. <laughs> so, yeah. But it is very stressful when you're in the BTs because they do a really good job of like you can kind of see them. So, yeah. um, and then also uh, exploration games. I yeah, hundred percent. Exploration and collecting games. Yeah, there's games where people want to collect everything. You can do. That. You're collecting a lot of things in this game, yeah. and you're taking it places, and you're depositing it, and you're interacting with other people in the sense of like maybe letting them take care of it or something like that. And there's a lot of collecting feeling to this game you're walk, walk around going like ooh a penny ooh a penny physics game piece of candy another one. Ooh, piece of candy yeah pretty much you're just walking like yeah. grab like you're just looking <laughs> on the ground looking for shit like uh it feels like that and if you like uh like exploration games this has an exploration feel to it you're yep. traversing territory or land finding ways to which is its own challenge uh yeah it's it's part of the game like yeah. it's not just like a lot of games are like oh this is the field you're running through to fight the enemies Every area in this game is designed to be almost like a puzzle. When you scan, it'll show you the terrain, but also show you where objects are that could potentially trip you. Yep. Um, and uh, it does reward getting creative on like, you could go that long way, but you could also go over this. Yeah, you can go over the mountain instead. Yeah. It's going to be harder. It's going to be more, it's going <laughs> to be more difficult, but somebody might've been there before you and might hook you up to get through there. It's worth checking out. Yep. So there's a, there's this aspect of exploration. That's huge in the game. I look around, I want to explore. Cause it's such a mm -hmm. unique looking world. Yeah. It looks alien. It's such an alien world. That's not alien. It's fucking weird. Yeah. And then I, I had just mentioned uh physics games. Cause yes, you are essentially a, a walking physics. Yeah. Experiment. You're, you're a, a physics based balance simulator. Yeah. If you have too much shit, which is kind of fun. Um, it's also nice too, cause if you're going to be walking somewhere, it gives you something to focus on. Yeah. Like I said, you're constantly yeah. interacting with the controller. Yeah. So you're, you're never just walking. Yeah. So, and the game's got a shitload of charm to it. Um, you know, with like BB and all the characters mm -hmm. stuff like that, they're all written and individual and interesting. So if you like games that have like some kind of interesting, unique charm to them, that kind of differentiates them from other games that are, you know, a shooter, a fighting game, blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, I would definitely recommend it. But I would just say, uh, going into this game, just know what you're getting into enough. Don't spoil the game for you, but just understand what it is. It was hard for us to kind of put into words what the gameplay is, but just mm -hmm. understand it kind of at a base level before you get into it. So you know, uh, in some sense, what to expect. And you don't buy a game you thought was going to be an action, third-person action game. And the first and two hours not. is a movie. Yeah, get past the beginning of the game for sure. I'm still getting through it, but I, I love it. The game was made for me. But um, but yeah, before you judge it, if you already picked it up and you're already going like, ah, oh, fuck, dude, I didn't want this. Keep playing it further because it's in, like most Japanese games, it unlocks a lot of shit as you keep going. I uh, just unlocked side quests. There's more, yeah, there's more so, game uh, uh, that you're going to unlock as you progress through the game. So um, just uh, you got to be open-minded with this game. This the game is trying something that hasn't been done and um it is an experience for sure first and foremost um, um that is dabbling with a lot of really cool ideas yeah um and i 100 percent agree with that it's, it's not something i don't think you're doing it any justice by um making early assumptions on it because it hasn't been done before exactly so um 
is there uh, i was gonna ask uh chris what his um if if maybe he's more interested now after sure. hearing all this, we're running out of time though. So yeah, yeah Chris, uh, for sure, what, what, for what sure. Do you think after uh, just just about the it? concept alone is intriguing to me of what the base like kind of like theme of what he has going for it alone intrigues me on it. Yeah. Um, after hearing us talk about it, does it change your uh, view on it at all? Before I thought it was going to be like kind of this gritty, like dark like shooty action game but now like hearing what you guys talk about it, it seems like this really just enthralling idea yeah like it's just weird like i'm really intrigued by it now like really really cool because that's intrigued. what i that's what i wanted to to offer with this conversation is yeah. to shed some light on it because there's a lot of people who I, like i said I keep asking me what i think of it i'm like that's not an easy thing to answer it's really fucking mm-hmm. difficult so mm-hmm. um yeah i don't think it's for everybody but i i would like people to check it out and also just be open-minded as they go through it. And yeah, so I'm glad that I was talking through it. Um, cause I, it is dark, it is dark, but it's cerebral mm-hmm. dark. It's not, it's not gritty. I don't think it's gritty at all. Um, there's too much, uh, fun charm to it for it to be gritty, mm-hmm. but, uh, it is a dark world for sure. Um, but it, because it's so focused on creating social bonds and networks and making things better for everybody, there is this light that's constantly there that you're constantly reminded of that makes it not feel dark and gritty. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what the, the rest of the game is like, because to emphasize again, we barely started. Yeah. So. We've barely played the game. Mm-hmm. I got this much to say on it. So, uh, expect a lot more, uh, as we play, this is a game that I'm going to definitely want to keep talking about because, uh, uh, I, I love what I'm playing. I love hearing what people think of it. Even people who don't like it. I like hearing cause I, I knew people weren't going to like it. And I think it's valid for people not to like it. So, um, yeah. it's, it's not, it's, it's a different game. It's not, there's not a game like this. So, um, it's been really interesting. This is like an event in gaming for this game to exist. So it's been very cool to see everybody's opinions on it and what they think of it. Um, you know, people in the discord, uh, well, people Wade, uh, has had nothing but good things to say about it. So he's really digging it. He was, uh, kind of like, eh, I'm kind of interested, kind of interested. And then like towards closer to the release, he's like, okay, I'm definitely picking it up. And he's been loving it yeah. from what I've seen on the discord. I want to speak for him, but that's what I gather from what I read. Uh, him saying so it's been really cool to see uh anything else you guys want to say on death stranding or anything else we talked about this episode before we close this out in the next four minutes hopefully Mm-mm. all right nope. let us let us know in the comments uh what do you think of death stranding have you picked it up have you not picked it up uh why haven't you picked it up are you apprehensive is not for you um if you're playing it what do you think of it did you return it are you thinking about that? Are you not digging it? Are you digging it a lot? What do you like about it? What's your favorite thing about it? Please, no spoilers, specifically on the story. Um, I know it's really exciting, but let's just, you know, the game just came out, and it's one of those games that I think everybody will benefit if they get to experience it without spoilers. But let me know what you're thinking of that game. Any any opinions are fine. I, I want to hear it all. So, um, but yeah. That's going to do for this episode of TasteCast, episode 102. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Taste Loop Gaming. Check out our streams. Links down below. I'm on YouTube, uh, Mixer, Twitch. I was about to say Twitcher. Um, mixing the two. Uh, you can watch me anywhere. You guys are on stuff, too. We got the the links. Um Got Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us, uh, vote GOTM Game of the Month and one of the games that hopefully I have a picture of right now, but the ones I mentioned earlier, vote for those. We will figure out what our Game of the Month will be in December. You guys get to pick it, so I'm very excited for that. And uh, yeah, as always, uh, thank you for watching. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. Until the next episode, which will be Tasty Tuesday. Hopefully there'll be more things to talk about than Death Stranding. Uh, but until then, have a good week, guys, and take it easy.